Well, here we are, episode 116. On the march to 200 and beyond. And on this episode, I have the Wrecking 2 with me. Mark Smith and Lou Calicchio from the Music Relish Show. And we're going to be talking about the year 1977. And music, and some movies. Some news flashbacks, maybe. Interesting year. I say it was the beginning of the end of, of the 70s. Yeah. So sit back, relax, get yourself some Acapulco Gold or some Panama Red. Break open a bottle of Rianiti Lambrusco. Sit back, relax, and enjoy 1977 all over again. The KOFB Studio presents Milk Crates and Turntables, a music discussion podcast hosted by Scott McLean. Now, let's talk music. Enjoy the show. Thank you, Amanda, for that wonderful introduction as usual. I got a little FaceTime from young Amanda this afternoon. So I'm sitting there just kind of chilling. Oh, my little girl's calling me. She calls me and hi. I'm like, what's up, little girl? And she just kind of looks and says, can I see the cats? Oh. Yeah, that's my life. <laughs> she don't miss me. She misses the cats. <laughs> anyway, welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. And welcome to the podcast. You know the name of it, so I'm not going to say it. We're streaming live right now over YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, D Live X. It's Twitter, formerly known as Twitter X, whatever. A lot of them. I'm all over the place. I'm all over the place. Uh, it's going to be a good show tonight. It's going to be a good show. Uh, you know, in the intro, I mentioned uh, uh, Acapulco Gold. And speaking of Acapulco Gold, it's Luca Licchio from the Music Relish Show. No <laughs> stems, no seeds that you don't need. <laughs> Acapulco Gold is. There you go, buddy. That's a blast. Sweet. <laughs> Let me give you some of that, buddy. Oh, thank you. Yeah. A little teaching charge for you. Enough of that. And speaking of Panama Red, it's Mark Smith from the Music Relish Show. Chardonnay Gold. <laughs> oh, should, he's, instead of Acapulco gold, he's got the Chardonnay gold. Yeah. As usual. Uh, what's up, gentlemen? <laughs> How you doing, gentlemen? I'm good. good. How are Great. you? Doing all right. All doing right. all right. Yeah. Hey, you, you know you know who I don't miss? Who? Uh, I really don't miss uh, uh, Jimmy Buffett. Let's <laughs> 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 start off the show. On a, I don't miss him. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not really going to miss Jimmy Buffett. Bandwagon. Never yeah. really got it. Nope. Me, yeah. me neither. I, I, it's not to me. It's not a bandwagon thing. It's something where you know I, I knew those two or three songs, and yeah, you know, like more steel drums. Really, more steel drums. <laughs> but <laughs> things I've heard, you know, scanning through Margarita, Margarita uh, radio, there was some pretty good stuff. You know, like nothing 
going to change your world, but you know, it's not my type I, I, of music. Not, no, I'm not a parrot head. And I but. think his, uh, his concerts were his, his big, like the grateful yeah. dead, you know, yeah. yeah. The concert is, is what it is. The, the, the experience. Yeah. Right. The Jimmy Buffett experience. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. It, what, you know, it was his, his motif, you know, escapism yeah. kind of, you know, but he did, he did spawn that horrible genre golf and Western music. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I'd, I'd rather sit in the parking lot with a cooler of beers and a hibachi and listen to the pretenders. Right. Yeah. <laughs> did, did Jimmy ever tour with the dead? Is there like nah. Jesus, that would have been a huge crowd though. <laughs> Boy, that that's the mellowest concert like ever. Dead parrot heads. <laughs> dead parrot heads. Yeah. I think he's more that mellow West coast. I think I could see him touring with the Eagles or James Taylor. I think more. Than yeah, he's from Key West, yeah. buddy. Don't put him on the, on the left coast. He, he oh no 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 he's a key west man he's a he, he was actually he, he moved from the key entity. west he didn't live there for a long time right he but his studio is there his studio is right next there's a bar right like connected to his studio yeah so that's where he would go uh i remember when i worked uh u.s customs um uh, behind the scenes at, at miami international and he had his own private jet he would come up from I guess the keys, but he didn't travel in just anything. It would be a like because if you have your own jet, you have a parking spot. You would have a bus. Yeah. <laughs> you would have a bus. Like a tour bus would take him to the from Key West. It is a from Miami, it's about a two hour drive. So I guess you're gonna do it in luxury. But uh everything's good with you guys? Hot. Yeah? Too damn hot up here in New York. It's hot as Bono's whatever was balls in the back of my neck yeah yeah (laughs) i don't like this i want winter did lou freeze up (laughs) oh no here we go again the pressure's on me i gotta be lou you gotta be lou let me get this brain i've got to be lou (laughs) i've got to be lou And there he goes. He's ten, off the screen. Ten minutes. Let's set the timer. <laughs> set the timer. Will he break ten minutes? Will he come back on under ten minutes? Let's I'm see. Starting it. <laughs> see, <laughs> I got the timer going there. All right. All right. Well, we're talking about 1977. I was all but eight years old. So I was. Let me see. Probably twelve, going on thirteen. I think. Right, I'm 59 uh-huh. now, so you're what, 56? 53. 53? Yeah. And you were eight? Yeah, I was born in 1969. So eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Yeah, that was right, 13, about 12, 13. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I was beginning, uh, I was a freshman. I was a freshman, although where I grew up, uh, the freshman didn't go to the high school. That was only uh, 10, 11, and 12. Ninth grade ah. was, a, you know, at its own building. Oh. Kind of interesting, yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, 1977, interesting year. Yeah, a lot happened. Yeah, as I said in the intro, I think 1977 uh, was the beginning of the end of the 70s. Yeah, uh, that that was it. Would things were really starting to change? Um, I think disco still had a little bit of a hold, but I think that was the uh, tail end. Mm-hmm of disco and it was the beginning of punk. And so there was a transition. That's where I think right there is where it started. So let's get right into 77. Uh, as I usually do, I'm starting to like this little format. 
yeah. you know, year by year, and it's uh, it's they they turn, it make for long podcasts. But hey, listen, <laughs> we're in it for the ride with whoever's listening. We're in it for the ride. Um, January first, nineteen seventy seven, the Clash headlined the opening night of London's only punk rock club. You know the name of that club? No. The Roxy. Another Roxy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> let's start right off with stories. So I get off the plane and uh, at Clark Air, Air Force Base in the Philippines, uh, 19, so 10 years later, right? 10 years later, 87, I get off the plane. My buddy's there, meets me. It's Ray Lands right on the base. Uh, they called it the Freedom Bird because the turnaround flight was taking people home, right? Right. Uh, I get, you know, they bring me back to temporary quarters. I get changed. My body's like, let's go. And we go off base. And it is absolutely insane. Like you can't even imagine the sounds and sights and the the, the energy. And And again, I can only say like, if you saw deer hunter, when Robert De Niro goes back to, to, to Saigon, you know, and, and it's like just that motor, little motorcycles driving by, and it's a dirt road. The main street is a dirt road. And this was your first time in the Philippines? In the Philippines, wow. yeah. I stationed okay. there. And uh, my buddy says to me, he says, all right, listen, when you go into these bars, you got to act like, you, like you've done it before. Oh, just, come on. I grew up in Boston. I, I run the streets. I was in the subways. Of course I can. I walk in the first bar I walk into, the Roxy. It's called the Roxy, right? And I just, first thing you see is a bar, a U-shaped bar, right? Big uh, U-shaped bar. The music is just cranking. I think it was like Motley Crue or something, just cranking. Yeah. And right in the middle of that, running right down the center of that horseshoe bar was a stage. And there had to be 15 girls up there just dancing. Like, go-go girls type thing. Uh-huh. In bikinis, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> right? Oh, shit. And then I order a beer. And the, the bartender is this, this Filipino girl. She looks, she says, first thing she says to me, you cherry boy. <laughs> cherry boy. Meaning I'm new. And I said, I looked at my buddy. I said, how does she know? He says, it's in your eyes. You're they just see, staring around. They see it in your eyes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They know that look. <laughs> and the rest, as they say, is history. <laughs> so, me and is the Roxy. Where, is that where you broke your ankle? No, that was on base. That was oh, at the okay. Airman's Club on base. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole nother story. Anyway, uh, January 6th, after releasing only one single for controversial English punk rock band, The Sex Pistols, EMI terminates their contract in response to its members' disruptive behavior uh, the month prior on ITV's Today and then two days earlier at London Heathrow Airport. That's that infamous interview where they're all in the studio and uh-huh. the, the guy is trying to be smug with them. He's like, so uh, what is punk rock? And I think the, uh, Johnny Rotten says something to the effect of, what do you want? You know, what do you want from us? You want me to swear? Then fuck you or something. He says, yeah, yeah. and it was like live and it's just turned into a whole mess after that. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. But that was probably hey, like they say, any publicity, even bad publicity is good publicity. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of 
Jimmy Buffett, uh, January 20th, 1977, uh, Changes in Latitudes, Changes in Attitudes is released featuring the biggest single of his career, Margaritaville. Uh, yeah. He had to have been tired of playing that. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, you know, a lot of these bands have to get tired of playing these songs. When I saw yeah. you 2 at Sun Devil Stadium in Arizona, Rage Against the Machine backed them up. And uh, they sang I Will Follow. And it was the fastest version of I Will Follow. <laughs> Just I mean, like the Stones. That's the song, right? That, that, you know, it was the pop tour. They, they did I Will Follow like fast. Yeah. <laughs> Probably finished 15 seconds faster than the, the record, you know. Yep. Instead of dragging it out. Uh, let's see. On January 22nd, German cellist Maria Kegel. Inventor of the Kegel exercise, evidently. <laughs> the hell is that? You know what that is, right? No. It's for women that they use it to tighten up. Oh, okay. Dun, 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 dun. I'm just a youngster. I don't know <laughs> this stuff. You know, I, Maybe that's Kegel. I don't know. It sounds the same. <laughs> Makes her London debut, and I don't care. There's no one commenting either, telling you if you're wrong or right. I know. That's okay, then. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, let's see. January 26th, Patty Smith falls off the stage while opening for Bob Seeger in Tampa, Florida, and is rushed to the hospital for 22 stitches Ouch. to close a head, a head laceration. Wow. Wow. Yikes. That's a headache. Should have happened to her face, but <laughs> might have been an improvement. Ooh. <laughs> I like Patty's. <laughs> she she has a unique beauty. I'll be nice tonight. Well, you like the hairy armpits, I know. Ah, yeah, yeah. Nana, Nana, ninety nine Luft balloons. That was that was like the big talk of like eighty four when that came. I was like, ah, did you see her? She has hair. You know, everyone's like, she's hot, she's hot. And then she lifts her arms during the video. I was like, ah, <laughs> with a leather vest on. If Every I American boy was like, ah, horrified, <laughs> horrified. Hey, it's Germany. <laughs> that's that's when we learned that's Germany. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Hey, give Lou a text and find out where he's at while I'm. Yeah, he's this. hitting that 10-minute mark here. <laughs> uh, February 4th. Uh, Paul Desmond gives his last concert with Dave Brubeck in New York. American Bandstand celebrates its 25th anniversary on television with a special uh, hosted by Dick Clark and an all-star band performing Rollover Beethoven. The band is made up of Chuck Berry. <laughs> this is a mix. Chuck Berry, Seals and Croft. There he is. That's Lou. And Lou's back! Ten minutes. I should say. Wasting away again in Margaritaville. Hey, you did it! Uh, you did it in under ten minutes, Lou. That's a, that's a new show record for you. Do you know how? I don't know how. I'm glad you did it, though. I was in my studio, and this hasn't happened since I got my new. Um, hey, router. Lou, is this is this a long story? It's Lou? really not. Anyway, I got my laptop. <laughs> you should always use the laptop, yeah, Lou. The laptop wasn't working with uh, with Perry last time, Mark. I was. Well, I'm kind of, not Perry. I'm not an you, AI. I know, I know you're not. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an AI. 
He'll be popping up. He'll be popping up somewhere in the in the next two and a half hours. Around nine o'clock. <laughs> so I, I just want to recap something, Lou. Uh, as you came on uh, on January twentieth, nineteen seventy-seven, Jimmy Buffett's "Changes in Latitudes" changing is "Changes in Attitudes" is released, featuring his biggest single, "Margaritaville." So yes. there you go. You were right on it. Yeah, yeah, and I just um, got done. I I just what was that? I'm sorry. Do you do you guys think that Margarita deserves its place? It's got some designation. It's one of those songs that because it's just it's just everywhere. It's been everywhere. It's got well, not like Library of Congress, but it's got some kind of. Stature. I don't hate that song. Yeah, it's it's an offense. I mean, like I hate the uh, the the pina colada song. Oh, I hate one. the pina colada song. Escape. I was getting together. Uh, uh, uh. I don't even know the words. I Only don't if you like, like pina coladas. I don't like cheeseburger in paradise. Yeah, and I don't like that either. I did Margaritaville, though. I kind of have a. I don't yeah. mind it. I, I if I hear it at a, a club or a bar, I don't go. Eh. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like peaceful, easy feeling. It's a very light. That's a good song. I like that song too. Yeah. Yeah, cheeseburger in paradise is kind of novelty, but I think that's. I think that that probably built starting to build his. There you go. Island it, myth. Yes. There, you know? yeah. yeah, he started to get the campy. You know, yeah. So, uh, February fourth, American Bandstand celebrates its twenty fifth anniversary on television with a special hosted by Dick Clark and the All Star Band performing "Rollover Beethoven." Uh, the band is made up of, as I was beginning to say before Lou came on and so rudely interrupted, <laughs> uh, Chuck Berry, Seals and Crofts, Greg Allman, Junior Walker, Johnny Rivers, the Pointer Sisters, Charlie Daniels. Doc Severinsen, Les McCann, Donald Byrd, Chuck Mangione, and three members of Booker T and the MGs. Look, what the? Fuck? Wow. That's a you, that has to be the most diverse <laughs> group saying. that I've ever heard. And did Dick Clark go backstage before the show? Yeah. I don't know. Hey, guys, come on. Let's have a good show. But just the fact you have the Pointer Sisters, Charlie Daniels, and fucking Doc Severinsen in one Doc band Severson. is like. <laughs> it's like who's, Le, who's Les McCann? I, I don't uh, know. Jazz, I, I could look uh, him up. But... Jazz trumpeter, I think. Jazz trumpeter? Oh. Yeah. And Isn't they did you... roll over Beethoven. Like, kind of, hmm. really? okay. All right. Cool video. Because it's it, the ultimate jam song. He was a pianist. Pianist, way. okay. Yep, uh, jazz pianist and singer. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, also on February 4th, um, Fleetwood Mac's widely anticipated Rumors is released. Hmm. It goes on to become one of the best-selling albums of all time. Hmm. Changed the whole trajectory of that band. Mm-hmm. Uh, February 14th, B-52s give their first public performance at a party in Athens, Georgia, a.k.a. World's Greatest Party Band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. If you see a painted sign on the side <laughs> of the road that says 16 miles to the love shack. Not bad. Right? Yeah. It's all in the that S's. Good. With, 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 uh, with Schneider, it's all in the S's. <laughs> Same hometown as uh, R.E.M. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're all friends. Yeah. Three hours for me. Uh, February 15th, Sid Vicious replaces Glenn Matlock as the basis of the Sex Pistols. On February 19th, 1977, the 19th Annual Grammy Awards are presented in Los Angeles, hosted for the final time by Andy Williams, 
Uh, yeah, by Andy Williams, period. Stevie Wonder's song in the key of life wins album of the year. Wow. Wow. There was some heavy competition that year. Yeah. yeah. And that one won. I'm going to, I'm going to touch on that album a little later in the, in the podcast. Um, but wow. Okay. George Benson's this masquerade was a great song. Wins yeah. record of the year. Uh, why wouldn't you have record of the year off of album of the year? You know right. what I mean? Don't you think the two would go hand in hand? Mm-hmm. Right. And like the odds are right. that one of those 13 or 14 or 15 songs that song of the year life should be the number one song of the year. But no, uh, Barry Manilow's I write the songs, which of course we all know he didn't write that song. He didn't. Uh, no. Bruce, Bruce Johnson. Of the Beach yeah. Boys. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when song of the year and ah, uh, ah, uh, and everybody's favorite, everybody's favorite band, the Starland Vocal Band wins best new artist. Ah, <laughs> uh, skyrockets in flight, afternoon delight. Yeah. yeah. What was that song about? I'm too young. I don't know. <laughs> what was that song? It's an ice cream parlor. Mommy, <laughs> mommy. What are you and Daddy doing? It's lunchtime. Afternoon delight, honey. <laughs> go, go eat some peanut butter. Mommy's Daddy's almost done. We started two minutes ago. <laughs> uh, let's never see. to be heard of again. Heard from again. Though. Yeah, well, they 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 actually did that summer of '77 had their own variety show. Oh, they had a summer replacement yeah, show? Yeah, remember? Well, they always, every no. summer, there would yeah, be... I remember uh, those, yeah. They would have, it's like somebody would have, whoever's the hot ticket of the year has a summer show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. A variety show, and, you know, I think there was four of them, right? Stalin, two girls, two guys. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I know, I just remember one of the girls being really cute. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the one that sings, actually. Uh, let's see... They all sang. <laughs> yeah. On March 1st, 1977, Sarah Lowndes Dillon files for divorce from her husband of 11 years, Bob Dillon. She should have waited. He would have been worth more. <laughs> I wonder how much she got out of that, though. He must have been rich at that point. Yeah. Oh yeah. In 77, yeah. he had yeah. to be. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So in 75, he wrote the song Sarah for her off the desire album evidently that didn't work yeah. <laughs> he wrote sad eyed lady of the lowlands for you yeah yeah it still didn't work nope nope didn't work uh i mean look at the guy come on uglier than a bag of assholes <laughs> it's not a good looking guy bob dylan's not a good looking guy i would say no we? Uh, not classically handsome but then again we don't know what she looks like either what when not my that they're judging that- She's on one of the album covers, I think. One of the early album covers, or one of his great, or something like that. But yeah, she was. Okay. When my Is son was young, he thought that Bob Dylan looked like he smelled like onions. He said that when he was like, <laughs> he looked like he smells like I onions. I said, no, that's Mel Torme, not Bob Dylan. Uh, yeah. But Bob Dylan uh, uh, sings like he's around uh, a bag of chopped onions and he's holding his nose. Here we are. Everybody must get stoned. <laughs> He's, he probably smells like cigarettes. That's what he yes, it smells yeah. like lucky strikes. <laughs> Some people might say his best Filterless. Yeah. Uh, was that National Skyline? The album had Lay Lady Lay. Lay Lady Lay. Where people are like, that's not Bob Dylan singing. The other Bob Dylan. Yeah, yeah. Lay Bob, Lady yeah. Lay and Knock Knock. You know, the the other Bob Dylan. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see, March 4th and 5th the Rolling St- of 1977, the Rolling Stones play two shows at the El Macambo Club in Toronto. Uh, let me see. Parts of that became part of their live album. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Van Morrison releases a new album, A Period of Transition, after nearly three-year absence. I was mm-hmm. never a big Van Morrison fan. Just, I'm a big. I love I'm Van a, Morrison. I'm a, I'm quite a big fan. Yeah, yeah, I was. I never. Jack is too. I I never really got. It. I hear Brown Eyed Girl. I just fucking turn the channel. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Jimmy Buffett. Song Jimmy Buffett does a live version of Brown Eyed Girl. Oh, oh God. It's you hear Freeway. It's got the steel drums on it. Oh. <laughs> they do. You know they do the riff on the steel drums. And all the parrotheads love that shit. So you know. What's that? Most parrot heads don't have any taste in music anyways. So. What else do they listen to? I wonder. I, What's in the parrot, parrot heads CD collection? <laughs> That's a good question. Like Harry Belafonte. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, March 10th, A&M Records signs the Sex Pistols in a ceremony in front of Buckingham Palace. Wow, they really just... Stick it to the man. <laughs> this contract is terminated on March 16th as a result of the band vandalizing property and verbally abusing employees during a visit to the record company's office. Yeah. <laughs> they, they did not give a shit. <laughs> There'll never be anything like them again. Never. <laughs> Wasn't before and hasn't been since. No matter how hard these bands try. Yeah. You'll just never be like that. I mean, you, well, lose you try two, too hard. You look stupid. You, know? you lose okay. two record contracts in a month <laughs> <laughs> from two big record companies and a lengthy discography. They had too. EMI and A&M. They both, I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, let's see. April 21st, Jesse Winchester, who fled to Canada in January, 1967 to avoid military service in Vietnam performs a concert in Burlington, Vermont, for his first American soil in 10 years. Hmm. Who's he? A singer-songwriter. Yeah, okay. Um, Fucking draft dodger. Robbie Robertson might have produced his debut album. Uh, All right. Didn't Jimmy Carter pardon all the fucking draft dodgers? He did. I can't believe Jimmy Carter lived long enough to see a president worse than him. Here we go. It's just a fact. Am I on the political show again? I thought no. I was on the music show. Just, I'll come back. Yeah, the who was the worst just president. making a host commentary comment. Sure, you're right. It's your show. <laughs> just making a- You're dressed so dapper tonight, you could say anything you want. I swear what? Oh, I got this fucking shirt giving blood. It's, let me see. Let me see. It <laughs> How says, hot is it down there and you're wearing a long sleeve shirt? I got 61, 63 degrees here in the studio. I like a nice, cool yeah, studio. Cool. Okay. Lucky yeah. you. <laughs> Hope you're wearing deodorant. Uh, it doesn't matter. I'm the only one here. <laughs> um, let's see. April 22nd, Pink Floyd opened the North, Ameri- North American leg of their Animals Tour in Miami, Florida. Oh, wow. Probably the old Miami Arena, I think. Uh, or, yeah, you know what? It might have been probably, maybe it was, uh, uh, what was it? The old, uh, the Orange Bowl down there. Oh, okay. It was outdoors. So. Is that what the Doors played when uh, Morrison exposed himself? Miami. Th- I think that was like the Miami Theater or something like that. Oh. Might have been Miami Arena. I think that okay. was it. Yeah. Uh, April 24th, several artists, including Joan Baez and Santana, two of my not favorites, perform at a free concert for 653 inmates of California's Soledad Prison. 
trying to do their best Johnny Cash imitation. Let's play for the prisoners. Except Johnny Cash could relate. <laughs> That's a weird bill, though, because Santana's so jammy and up there and, you know. So maybe they had two the sittings. Maybe they had two sittings. Yeah, it's strange. Yeah. Okay, all you Joan Baez couples. All you Joan Baez couples. Come in. Okay, she plays. And it's like, yeah, okay, it's- all you vatos and essays. Front of the line. Come on I in. I love me some Santana. <laughs> I don't. Oh, April tw- no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me get my guitar out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh April twenty sixth, New York's uh disco studio fifty four opens. Oh. Oh. April thirtieth, led uh, nineteen seventy seven, Led Zeppelin sets a new world record attendance for an indoor solo attraction at the the only place that you could do this, same place that the WWE broke a uh, uh indoor record. Pontiac Silverdome, when 76,229 people attended a concert here on the group's 1977 North American tour. Was that Led Zeppelin 3? 1977? No, that would be um, Presence. Presence, I mean, yeah. That's they were presence. on their down curve because that tour got aborted because uh, Plant Sun died. Yeah. And, oh, that's, that was a uh, bad yeah. luck tour. That's and that right. was like their last big tour. I mean, they never made it back to America. Again, 70s, Zeppelin's on the down curve as far as those yeah. big stadium shows, you know. So, yeah. were the fucking Detroit Lions that good that they built the Silver Dome for them? <laughs> were, they, were the Detroit Lions ever that good? You have a 76,000 plus seat stadium? Loyal fans. What? The Jesus. Lions. Oh, no, it's the Bears. Yeah. Uh, uh, May 2nd, 1977, Elton John performs the first of six consecutive nights at London's Rainbow Theater. His first concert in eight months. Hmm. May 7th, having been postponed from April 2nd because of BBC technician strike, the 22nd Eurovision Song Contest finally goes ahead in London's Wembley Conference Center. The winner is Maria blah, blah, who cares? They were May doing 22nd in 70, that's been around that long? Jeez. What's the Eurovision Song Contest? Yeah, they were doing the 22nd in 77, so yeah. it started a long well, time ago. Yeah. Wow. Um, May 11th, 1977, punk rock band The Stranglers and Support mm-hmm. London starts 10-week mm-hmm. national UK tour. May 12th, 1977, Instruments made by all five members of the 17th and 18th century Guarneri Guarneri family of violin makers, or G-U-A-R-N-E-R-I, Guarneri. Okay, yeah. Uh, Auctioned at Sotheby's with the top price going uh, £105,000, which is about $120,000, paid for an instrument made in 1738. By Giuseppe. Yeah. Giuseppe Gurneri. Yeah. Gurney. Uh, Virgin Records announces that they have signed the Sex Pistols. <laughs> Record company number three <laughs> in three months. Right? Uh, let me see. Yeah, having had contracts with two previous labels terminated in four months. There you go. Uh, May 28th. 1977, Bruce Springsteen and Mike Appel reach out, reach an out-of-court settlement, ending the year-long legal battle 
that has blocked Springsteen's ability to record new music. Yep. Yeah. Was that his uh, manager? Was that his, that was his? Uh, yeah, it was his first manager. He, I think he's got some production credits in the first three albums, including Born to Run. Oh wow! So he made yeah. Yeah, he's, he's still making money off that. Mike Capello, he he was a songwriter too. He he scored some minor hits in the '60s and early '70s. He might have read a wrote a song for the Monkees. Yeah, um, Mike Capello. May 29th, Elvis Presley walks off stage in the middle of a concert in Baltimore, Maryland. The first time in his 23 year career, he has done so after receiving treatment from a physician. He reappears on stage 30 minutes later. <laughs> Just like, uh, what's yeah. his name from the New York Knicks? Uh, remember, he comes running out onto the floor. Uh, what was his name? Ewing? No, back in the oh, day. Way back. Yeah, back in the day. Larry Bird did that, too, at, at the Gardens one time. What was Elvis's doctor's name? Was it Nick something? He gave him, probably gave Elvis some more of his medication, got Elvis back to yeah. his stage. Ever Nick seen, 18? Ever- <laughs> Nick and Scrape? Yeah. Nick and Cut? <laughs> Uh, May 29th, uh, May 31st, the musical Beatlemania is premiered at the Winter Garden Theater on Manhattan. I remember when that broke. That yeah. was like a phenomenon. Yeah. Everybody wanted to see Beatlemania. Yeah. The dudes that did that just must have raked in the cash. Yeah. You know, because that went on for years. The producers, yeah. yeah. And do you remember the original cast? They had a, a Paul McCartney lookalike, but he was right-handed. Oh, so yeah, they, they didn't have they didn't have a left-handed bass player, but the guy was a dead ringer. He looked just like him, so it was kind of a little technicality. Yeah, people yeah, looked past, looked past that. Yeah. yeah, but Marshall Crenshaw was one of the original John Lennon's. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Someday, some way. Yeah, Aldo Maybe Nova was part of that too. Yeah. He was one of the George Harrisons. Who? Aldo Nova? Aldo Nova. Yeah, he was George Harrison. Life is just a fantasy? <laughs> Can you see the fantasy life? Yeah. He was yo, George yo. Harris. Yeah, yeah. You mean Bon Jovi's <laughs> cousin? <laughs> One of the greatest yeah. videos ever? Yeah. He co-wrote a great Bloister Cult song. I was just going to say. Yeah. Bon jo- John Bon Jovi's cousin. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I, he wishes he was Bon Jovi. <laughs> Maybe not today since no. John Bon Jovi looks like an old lesbian. <laughs> and he still can't sing. He never Just still can't sing, yeah. Still can't sing. Well, it, it's gotten worse because whatever power he had is gone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He tried. Should get Richie back. Yeah, Richie did the right thing. Just kind of yeah. fade Got away. Yeah. yeah. Let your legend grow, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. Let's go June 7th. Mm, the Sex Pistols they <laughs> dominated 77. Here we go again. <laughs> attempt to interrupt the Silver Jubilee celebration for Queen Elizabeth II. Oh, man. I remember this. Yeah, this is a video of this uh, by performing their version of God Save the Queen from a boat on the River Thames. There's a video <laughs> yeah. of that. You ever see it? I've heard of it. I've, I've not seen oh, it. Oh, you got to see it. It's fucking classic. Yeah. It's clad. They're on like this river boat. It's great. That's my video of the week. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> my video of the week. Watch the Sex Pistols do their version of God Save the Queen <laughs> on the River Thames during the Jubilee. <laughs> Love them. Let's see. June 12th, guitarist Michael Schenka Michael. vanishes after a UFO concert. 
He's abducted Called, by a UFO. At the Called. Roadhouse in London. He is Called. replaced for several months by Paul Chapman. Hey, he fell off the wagon. He did that a lot. Mm. Is, that, <laughs> is that what happened? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Moody guy. The Supremes on June 12th perform for the last time together at a Drury Lane, a Drury, D-R-U-R-Y, Lane Theater in London before officially disbanding. And then that basically was the birth of Diana Ross. Hmm. Uh, and then, then uh, uh, Beyonce went on to do that same thing yep. like 30 years, 40 years later. I'm surprised the Supremes lasted that long. I didn't know they, they lasted until 77. June 20th. Night. Yeah. yeah, well, uh, they probably weren't uh, the hit machine that they were nah. earlier in their career. June 20th, 1977, Grateful Dead drummer Mickey Hart drives his Porsche over the edge of a canyon, suffering multiple broken bones but surviving as a tree breaks his fall. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know about that. Lose control? Was it uh, any more of that? <sighs> Who knows? He's probably uh, playing drums on the dashboard while he was driving. <laughs> Damn you know, drummers. Those drummers, yeah. yeah he was drums. drumming to a Jimmy Buffett song. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, well, Margaritaville did just come out that year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> June 22nd, Kiss are elected most popular band in America by a Gallup poll. Great marketing. Yeah. They were just all oh, yeah. marketing. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. All remember marketing. the first picture you ever saw of them or the first glimpse of them? Yeah. Mine was People magazine. Yeah. I, I turned the page, I'm like, what the fuck is that? It was Gene Simmons, <laughs> but it was like, holy shit. Great marketing. It, oh, right up right the first sight, the second I saw them, I'm I just wow, that was it was a visual that you just don't forget. Yeah. June 26, 1977, Elvis Presley sings his final concert before his death at Market Square Arena. See, that this is not written correctly. Should have said Elvis Presley sings his final concert at Market Square Arena before his death. Because this sentence says Elvis sings his final concert before his death at Market Square Arena. Like he, died, he, like he like died at the arena. See, see, right. I know stuff. Maybe if I did, know stuff. Maybe if you did better show prep, you could have rewritten it. I probably I'm not no, I'm not I'm not doing that much prep. <laughs> not after 116 episodes. It's yeah, funny right? you said that because I said to my wife earlier, I said, Yeah, I gotta do the show. And it's like five o'clock. And I said, She goes, Oh, well, should you? I go, nah, I got time. I go, when I first started this, it would take me all day. Uh, like I'd have to get everything. Like now it's just like, all right, I know what I'm doing. Da da da. Five o'clock. I think it was six o'clock. By six thirty, I had everything I needed. Yeah. I scanned through stuff. I don't really, you know, right. because again, when you're not doing editing, you don't have to worry too much about, you know, proper grammar. Uh, grammar. So let's see. Uh, Elvis's death. He, his last concert was at Market Square Arena, Indianapolis. Elvis, la muerte. Earlier that day, he had received a plaque commemorating the two billionth <laughs> pressing from RCA's record pressing plant in Camden, New Jersey. Okay. Pressing, pressings of two billion albums. Wow. Wow. That's a lot of plastic. So does that, I mean, how is he, is he not one of the, the, like the biggest selling artists? He was for a long time though, right? Yeah, yeah. 
the biggest selling artist of all time. I think he was. I believe so. You get two billion pressings of of your music. I mean, that's insane. Imagine that's insane he, by uh, today's numbers. So Imagine. it's topped by what? And what has more pressings than that? I don't know. It's like I don't <laughs> think Michael Jackson had that many. No. Nope. <laughs> Rolling Stones? No. And then he dies. So he hit the two billion mark. <laughs> the two billion mark. And he had to go sit on that toilet. And he saw two billion, but uh, since then there's probably been another billion printed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> July 9th, 1977. Donna Summers hit record. I feel love. Oh, I feel love. Oh, is released in, in the UK. It's uh, so I, I just saw a video the other day of the the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm not a big fan. Uh, I although I do Flea is one of the greatest bass players ever, uh, no doubt. And this was this was a testament to that. I think it was John Frusciante was uh, said to, they were on stage and they're doing it. You know, it's kind of set up. And yeah. John Frusciante says, uh, "What about you know?" He says, "I feel love." And then uh, Flea is like across the stage. He's like, "Is that in like D?" And he's like, yeah. He starts going with his bass. Yeah. And his fingers were flying. Because that's all that's all keyboard. And he's just and John Frashante starts singing. Ooh, I feel good. I feel good. It was fucking cool. And then and then the camera pans over, and there's that dipshit, talentless hack front man. Anthony Kiedis doing this. Yeah. I was going to say that. <laughs> doing that like herky jerky. And I'm like, oh, fuck. You know, you just ruined. The guy is such a fucking tool. Like that <laughs> shit. People bought that shit. Like that's the, the worst front man. One of the worst front men ever. And I don't know how he got away with what he got away with. Only because I, of the talent around him. I say I agree with you. Flea's a fantastic bassist. Oh, the drummer's good. He's very good. Everything's He's good. very they good. Were always drummer. good, but when when Kiedis would start his rapping, it's the worst rapping in the oh, world. I've been saying it for day. Walking yeah. down the street, looking at my feet, gonna feel the heat. Ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah. And then he starts doing the herky jerky arms, and you know, like what the fuck, really, dude? <laughs> if I can find that again, I'll send it to you. But it was yeah. really cool. He, he was just like, it was good. And then Shanti hits those notes. Like he hit those Donna Summer notes. It was right. pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. Uh, July 13th. Uh, let me see. Uh, let's finish this one. Donna Summer's hit record, I Feel Love, is released in the UK. It's uh, it's the first hit record to ha- have an entirely synthesized backing track. Hmm. So there you go. Just to say that Flea was doing that on a bass is just, yeah. you know, if you can find it before I send it to you, it's worth watching. It was like a, a reel, I think, on uh, Facebook, but I'll find it. July 13th, 1977, a ma- uh, after a massive blackout hits New York City, NRBQ manages to play on an all-acoustic set at the bottom line with flashlights taped to their microphone stands. They were around back then? Wow. NRBQ, oh, yeah, who's yeah. that? The New Rhythm Blue, uh, Blues Quartet. 
Oh, look at you guys. Yeah, see, I didn't um, know that. Yeah. They did a lot of the soundtrack to uh, Shakes the Clown, that movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think their big hit was like, Me and the Boys. Uh, they're yeah. kind of like a garage rock. They're pretty eclectic, but they were in SNL a few times. All right. Yep. July and 20th. What's I that? ended up working at the bottom line in 1985. You? I worked at that club, yeah. Ah. Yep. Uh, let's see. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. <laughs> if you're wrestling fans out there. There you go. July 22nd, the first night of The Proms, a broadcast in Quadraphonic Sound at BBC Radio 3. Great uh, series. For the, for the first time. July 26, 1977, Led Zeppelin cancels. There you go, Mark. The last yeah. seven dates of their American tour. After lead singer Robert Plant learns his six-year-old son, Carrick, has died of a respiratory virus. Yeah. The show uh, two days before in Oakland proves to be the band's last in the United States. Wow. Yeah. August 16th, 1977, Elvis Presley is found dead at his home in Graceland in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, so, okay. Good story. Uh, one of my friend, my one of my my best friend, my best friend Jim McDonald. He he passed away uh, young, like eight years ago. Um, but he always said he always said that you know he wanted he always joked about being buried with Elvis or something like that, or you know Graceland. It was always a, like an inside joke be- between all of us. So uh, one of my friends gets some of his ashes, right? And there's actually he he had his son videotape this, right? He has some of his ashes, and he uh, goes to fucking Graceland. Oh, shit. He goes to Graceland, and then he ends up going on the tour, right? And as the tour's moving away from the gravesite, my friend, you see him, takes, he takes ashes, and he pours them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Like, wow. Not a lot. Not the whole thing. Right. right. What's but a little, like, probably <laughs> a handful of his ashes are in, like, the little shrub Next to Elvis, whatever. Wow, there. that's that's cool. Yeah, he those are my friends, baby. He did it? <laughs> those are my lifelong friends. We do shit like that. <laughs> Me and that same guy also. I had this idea. I went to the, I went to the, um, what was it? Uh, was it? The Hard Rock. Yeah, the Hard Rock um, restaurant in D.C. One year back in probably I think it was like '97. And I had this idea. I'm we're sitting in a booth. And I'm looking at all the pictures on the wall, right? It's just, all right, this is really cool. And I said to the, my buddy who I was with, I was going through the U.S. Customs Canine Enforcement Center training. I said, you know, I could put a fucking picture up here and no one would ever know. You think the server is going to notice, right? Yeah. So we went, I went back home on, a, on like a leave. We took a picture with the guitar. Me and him, right? <laughs> and somebody took it for us, printed it, framed it, and ended up going to the Hard Rock in Boston and fucking liquid nailing it to a wall. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Yeah. Who's that? Doesn't I matter. Hope... We got a guitar. That's and my great. buddy had this jacket that he always wore. It was this black, like a winter coat, probably down to his knees, but it had a mink collar. It was fucking <laughs> hilarious. Right, he would wear it everywhere. It was so he's got that on. We got the sunglasses. We got the guitar. Nobody cares. So we're on the wall at the Hard Rock in Boston. Then they tore it down. 
<laughs> people but we like, made it. We made who the hell are these two? Or maybe they were mistaking you for people they thought that's uh, so and so and so and so. You never know. But we made the wall at the Hard Rock in Boston. That's all I can say. I pissed on Paul Simon's face once. Yeah, you told us last week. There you go. <laughs> and he deserved every drop. He liked it, actually. <laughs> it was Graceland. a good last drop. Graceland. My, speaking of Graceland. I'm talking five beers in. Yeah, really. Okay, let's see. Found dead at his home. Uh, also that same day, the final concert of Bing Crosby takes place in England, accompanied by Johnny Smith. Boop, 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 boop. August 17th. Wow, we're almost an hour in, and I'm not even, I'm only halfway done. <laughs> Let me speed this up. Uh, we don't care about flowers to Elvis Presley. We don't care about his funeral. Uh, let's do August 20th. NASA's uncrewed probe Voyager 2 is launched, carrying a golden record, containing sounds and images representing life and culture on Earth, including the first movement of J.S. Box Vandenberg. Concert- wow. okay. One of my favorites. Also, uh, played on the and Chuck Berry's Johnny B. Good is up there too. Yeah. It's the day after my 16th birthday. Ah, September 1st. Uh, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. September 3rd, nearly 110,000 fans pack English Town Raceway in Old Bridge, New Jersey, yeah. for an 11 hour concert. Oh my god, 11. By the Grateful Dead, Marshall yeah. Tucker Band, and New Riders of the Purple Stage. That is just I know fucking about stick hypodermic needles I in know my ten ear. People drum. that were at that show and they all loved it. They oh my just... god! I, I grew up. That's why I, I live near there. Listen, Kid, but, uh, all I needed to hear was green grass and high tides, and I'm done. That was, that was, that was the outlaws. I mean, the, okay, Marshall Tucker Band was Pretty Little Love Song, which and came out in 1977. That was a hit. So that that's all I would have seen. Yeah. Can't you see? That's that's fine. That's fine. I'm done with it. Then I'd leave. So I'd be there for literally eight and a half minutes. Right. You know, there's a possibility that Jerry might have done double duty because he was also in early version of the New Riders. Right. Probably right. did. You know yeah. what? He probably did. Eleven hours of Jerry. Oh my God. Jerry. I'm, I'm up for it. Uh, September fifteenth, the third and final annual Rock Music Award, and aired on NBC. Uh, Fleetwood Mac dominates, winning five awards, with, while Linda Ronstadt receives Best Rock Female Vocalist Trophy for the third time. She was a force. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. September 16th, uh, it's a sad day. T-Rex frontman Mark Bolin is killed yeah. as a passenger in an automobile accident in London. September 29th, Billy Joel's The Stranger is released, containing moving out... Uh, just the Anthony's way you are, song. only the good diet. That's the only album I really like by him. Like those are the, his early songs. Other than "Sing Me a Song on the Piano Man," that's that's right up there with "Brown Eyed Girl." I hear that yeah. fucking song. I'm just you know what it is? I, radio. I it. I radio it. made you hate it. <laughs> oh, you know, man. radio it made us hate a lot of songs. It, if I, it I liked it for it years. Seven minutes long, either. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that and Captain Jack. Captain Jack. That's oh, that's my favorite. That's my really? favorite Billy Joel song. Oh, I he, love he that takes song. the word masturbate and he rhymes it. That's what's but, great about that, that song. Song's a bummer, man. It's like Gilbert O'Sullivan. <laughs> and they found your father in the swimming pool. Yeah. Oh man. I guess that means you're not going back to school <laughs> anymore. <laughs> and you smoke your pot. 
Yeah. And meet your girlfriend in the And your mom line. still makes your bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah really. total loser. <laughs> total fucking loser. But Captain Jack will get your hat in it. You're 27 and your mom push. still makes your bed. <laughs> Is that the line 27? <laughs> yeah, something like that, yeah. You're 47. Uh, okay. October 3rd, we're almost there. Elvis in Concert, a TV concert special filmed during Elvis Presley's final tour, is aired on CBS. That's when TV was good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Canadian channel CKND DT simulcast it. It got bad reviews. (laughs) That's Hmm. the last line of that bullet. It got bad reviews. <laughs> That's like yeah, universal bad reviews. You should have just left that alone, right? <laughs> I mean, it got not a good review Who writes this shit? <laughs> Who writes this shit? Uh, not like Aloha from Hawaii. That was a monster, right? There was no 1968 comeback special. Yeah, well, that was the oh, with Elvis in the leather outfit. Fucking it. I'll tell you what, I had a, I had a fucking man crush then. I was like, that is a good looking motherfucker right there. <laughs> he was the best looking guy on the planet. That, that dude was a fucking makes Tom Brady look like fucking the lady on Where's the Beef. Oh. I, I tell people who aren't Elvis, Elvis fans, I said, don't don't even worry about that. Watch that show. God you, damn, he was a good looking man back yeah, then. Plus he, and he was on. He was hot. That he night. was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he had everything going right, everything. And I was just a kid, like when I saw yeah. it, I was like, something like that's a good looking guy. Yeah, what the like, fuck? Shit. He's yeah. almost pretty. Yeah. <laughs> well, his daughter looked just like him. Yeah. Lisa Marie looked, she looked just like him. She that did. was uncanny. She did. You know? That's um, a bummer. That's too bad, too. Yeah, the, the, her story is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, October 5th. She's married, she's married to Michael Jackson. Briefly. Yeah, briefly. It was all a publicity stunt. October 9th, Aerosmith cancels several tour dates after Joe Perry and Steven Tyler are injured at an uh, by an M80 explosive thrown on stage at Philadelphia Spectrum, Good. burning Tyler's left cornea and cutting Perry's left hand. Dude, it was inevitable at the Shit. Boston Garden. Something was going <laughs> to blow up somewhere. It wasn't today. They'd call it terrorism and they'd be, oh, my God, it would make world news. Bomb goes off during concert. Like back in the day, Shit. like my brother's friend one time snuck these gloves in that were covered with, uh, 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 what's it called? Sterno right? <laughs> Sterno. And he fucking lit the gloves on fire and he Ooh. held his hands up. Jesus like the, Christ. Yeah. I mean, that shit went on back then. It was concerts were fun. I now remember going to this. concerts. It's all this. Cell phones. Yeah. Everything's yeah, cell phones. Oh, yeah. Everything's oh, cell you know phones. what I like? And drones. You, you know what drives me crazy? Instead of, you know, they don't do the lighters anymore, you're supposed to do this. And that I actually feel so looks pretty cool. Doing it. But it looks <laughs> pretty cool. Um, I have a picture of myself and my wife uh, at a Depeche Mode concert in Miami, uh, Miami Arena down there, um, and that's the whole background. Uh, and it, it looks pretty fucking cool, uh, man. It really—I I don't mind that. It is weird though. It is weird waving it back and forth. The lighter you, was the lighter. That, that I, was a whole different thing. I remember the Meadowlands. I my thing was Meadowlands Arena. That's where I went to see concerts in the early yeah. '80s. Those M80s scared the shit out of me. I saw the Black Sabbath show. Dude. They're coming down from the upper yeah. tiers, and I'm like, "Get me the!" F-. I couldn't handle it. It was <laughs> bad shit. Come man. out of the concert with PTSD. Oh man! <laughs> I stopped going to heavy metal oh, shows because of that. Oh, that was, that was the Brendan the Brendan Burn Arena. Brendan Burn Arena, yeah. Brendan Burn Arena. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 Ah, let's see. October 20th. Yeah, bad day. Bad day. 
in, in 77. It was the plane crash. Yeah. Oh. You know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Ronnie Van Zant, Steve Gaines, Cassie Gaines. Leonard yeah. Skynyard. Yeah. Leonard Skynyard. Yeah. <laughs> that was a, yeah, a bad day. Uh, I'm not going to get into all that. October 27th, British oh, punk band, The Sex Pistols. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Release. Never mind the Bullocks. Here's The Sex Pistols. Finally, the album came out. Yes. On the Virgin Record label, uh, despite refusal by major UK retailers to stock it, it debuts at number one and just became legendary from that point on. Someone tried to sell me that album for like 60 bucks or 70 bucks. I was like, I'm not buying that for 70. It's a good album and I'd like to have it, but I'm not buying it for 60 or $70. Nah, nah. No. And you can listen to it on online. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need it in my collection that bad. I eventually yeah. got it for like, I don't know, 40 or 35 yeah. or something. Yeah. Who produced that album? Uh, I wonder. I mean, Alan Parsons. To, no. take on, to take on that band as a producer, like shit. <clears throat> uh, in a promotional stunt, the group performed on a boat on the River Thames shortly afterwards, only for the police to wait for them and make several arrests, including that of Malcolm McLaren. He was a fucking asshole. He turned out to be a scumbag. Uh, the band's manager at the time, uh, he was a fucking, he was an opportunist is what he was. Mm-hmm. He's the one that broke up Adam and the Ants because of them, because of him. Uh, Chris Thomas produced it, Lou. That's the guy. He Chris did a lot Thomas of Island. P- yeah. Pretenders. Yeah, yeah. That's and cool. Bill Price, two producers. There you go. October 28th, British rock band Queen releases the album News of the World. I love that album. I got the Me and my brothers used to give each other albums for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, was it News of the World? Is that the one with the robot? Yeah. The one yeah. that scared Stewie. Each one of my brothers gave me that album. Both of them. I had that. I'm like, come on, you guys couldn't have put this, pulled this together. <laughs> Don't you two talk. You commiserate like, here. Two, yeah. My two older brothers, do you talk? Really? You both give me the fucking Queen album? Come on, man. Did you think when you heard the song Sheer Heart Attack, you're like, this is really heavy. <laughs> yeah, right. And right. then Get Down, Make Love, which was one of the most bizarre songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, I yeah, suck it was, your mind. Uh, yeah. You blow my head. Yep, yep. <laughs> You know, me and my brother used to play card. We used to play like poker and uh, for like money. And then when you didn't have money, it turned into albums. Oh, cool. Like I had to put my Earth, Wind and Fire album up or fucking into the pot one time. I'd be I more pissed it. off about losing lost an album lost money. Yeah. Although I can still listen to it, but it wasn't mine anymore. Right. <laughs> it wasn't like it would literally we dig into albums like, yeah, I put up this album. <laughs> or he would say, I want that album. And it's like, fuck. All right. And then I lost. Yeah. A nice household I grew up in. Did you I guys had. write your name? my old that was my middle brother. No, we didn't do that. No. Uh my oldest brother, my brother Colin, is the one who taught me how to him and his friends taught me how to play poker. When I was like ten. We'd play in the doorways for like money. Like, you know, change and shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Signs of, signs of a misspent youth. They were good guys, though. <laughs> they looked after me. Okay. Uh, what do we got? Not that. November 25th, 10 years of Rolling Stone, a television special, when it used to be good. I not a political cry. rag. Where's my issue? I have the newest I one I was reading. It. It. I don't want to see it. I, I'll read the Daily Wire before I read that. 
<laughs> a television special commemorating the 10th anniversary of Rolling Stone magazine airs on CBS in the United States. Guests include Bette Midler, Art Garfunkel, Billy Preston, Melissa Manchester, and Keith Moon. Melissa and Keith Moon? Yeah. Keith Moon. <laughs> Hi. By himself? Yeah. Yeah. He was a celebrity at one point, right? What the hell was Melissa Manchester doing there? Right. Right. Did she Her say, agent wouldn't you got give your hand to, wouldn't you give your hand to a friend? Uh, November 30th, Bing Crosby's final Christmas television special. Bing Crosby's Merry Old Christmas as on CBS, containing the notable segment of Crosby joined by David Bowie for the duet Peace on Earth, Little Drummer Boy, that they did evidently in one take. Really? One, one take? Something like that. Yeah. And it's great. Yeah. Yep. And what a way to go out. What a way to go out. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Right. With that. He went out on, on the golf course, I think. He died really? on the golf course? I think he's playing golf, yeah. Uh, Alice, Alice Cooper's going to do that. December 14th. Who knew this was a Christmas movie? Saturday Night Fever appears in the movie theaters, igniting mm. a new popularity for disco music and pushing it to the forefront of American pop culture with the soundtrack to the film BG, uh, by the Bee Gees, who have composed most of the track. Assorted artists, too. Yeah. December 17th, day before my birthday, I think I was like 12, right? I was turning 13, maybe. Elvis Costello makes his American television debut on Saturday Night Live as a last-minute replacement for the Sex Pistols, <laughs> who were refused visas to enter America. Subsequently, Costello was banned after substituting the scheduled performance of Less Than Zero with Radio Radio. And that's the we all know that story. Yep. Yeah. I saw no, that I'm song. not going to do this. Stop, stop, stop. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to. And he turns around and yells something to the band. He goes, I tell you, Cool moment. And they could, you know, they could have easily went to commercial. But they yeah. played, the, they let the whole song play. Then they banned them. And live. Then they banned them. Yeah. Live. So here's the they counterculture watched. SNL banning. Right. <laughs> An artist for doing something. They, they were like the original cancel culture. <laughs> except that made him more popular. Yeah. It could have mm. been a ploy, you know? True. Yeah, could have been. Also, I just think though, he was he had that punk mentality, like fuck you, you're not gonna tell me what to play. Well, he's yeah. substituting for the sex pistols. He had to do something. He had to do something, right? Yeah. I, I, I saw that show. The, the I did too. I watched that, did, did that show. Yeah, I was an Elvis Costello fan. Yeah. That's the first season, I think, was it? I think second. 77, second season. Second season. Yeah. Second season, yeah. yeah. And finally, on December 31st, the sixth annual New Year's Eve Rock, New Year's Rock and Eve special airs on ABC in the United States with performances by, oh, I, I was a big fan, Ohio Players, mm. Fire. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, some good bass yeah. in those songs. Yeah. Roller yeah. coaster of love. <laughs> Say what? That, that intro to that song is so good. Love it. <laughs> Love it. I was a big Ohio Players fan. Uh, so I was into the funk when I was a kid. Yeah. Crystal Gale, Kenny Rogers, Casey and the Sunshine Hot. Band, and uh, the late, great Andy Gibb. Wow. So let's get the... Uh, you know... Who's Crystal Gale is the sister of Loretta Lynn. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. She yeah. was that hot younger sister. She was with the 13. fucking long hair oh, down yeah. her ankles. Yeah. Uh, uh, also in 1977, Bohemian Rhapsody was named best single of the last 25 years by BPI. Uh, British Petroleum Institute. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, really nothing. The Cars sign a contract with Electro Records. Devo signs a contract with Warner Brothers. Midnight Oil signs a contract with CBS Records. 77? Wow. Yeah. Midnight Oil? Wow. Yeah. The yeah. Neville Brothers. I have something coming up with this. Uh, the Neville Brothers sign a contract with AMI Records. The Police sign a contract with A&M Records. And Van Halen signs a contract with Warner Brothers. Hmm. Yeah. Contract signed. Albums to follow, you know. Yeah. Right. So then we get into bands formed in 1977. Okay. Adam and the Ants. The aforementioned hmm. Adam and the Ants formed in 77. The Attractions with Elvis Costello formed in 77. Uh, Bad Brains, mm-hmm. right? Punk band, Bad Brains. Yep. Uh, the One Hit Wonders and uh, Forever Trivia Question. The Buggles formed in 1977. Mm. Did you know their song is the first song ever played on MTV? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Did you know that Prince wrote? Uh, 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 you know, I didn't know the that. Nothing compares song? to you. Yeah, uh, nothing compares to you. Did you know Prince wrote that? Yeah. Did you know Prince wrote Manic Monday? <laughs> Fucking people. Did you oh, know you like event? music? Did you know? <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, no, I didn't know that. I think I'll say that. I think I'll use that on my podcast. That's good information. <laughs> Did you know uh, Scott doesn't like people playing guitar on the show? Did you uh, know that? I think everybody that listens to the show knows that. It's right over there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Just yeah. my reach. <laughs> uh, Def Leppard is formed in 1977. Wow. Yeah. Dire yeah. Straits is formed in 1977. Dang. Gang of Four. Mm. Formed in 1977. Wow. Godley and Cream from 10CC, Kevin Godley and Lal Cream, mm-hmm. right? Formed yep. in 77. Yeah. The Human League formed in 1977. Beginnings of 80s. Well, yeah. yeah. It's five, coming up. Post punk. Yeah. 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 Like I told Jack on our first episode, you were working as a waitress in a cocktail bar when I first met you. <laughs> he was I visibly yeah. visibly uncomfortable yeah. with that <laughs> and i would be too because i ain't no waitress in a cocktail bar <laughs> and i don't know you <laughs> <laughs> and then he said something yeah he, we just kept doing the lyrics back and forth it was pretty good it was good, uh yeah. ice house uh from australia good band originally called flowers yeah in excess was born was formed in 1977. Uh, the Pat Metheny Group, yes, was formed in the White Album came out that year, I think. No, next year. Uh, the first horror punk band was formed in 1977. You know who that that would be? Who oh, that, that was be? Kiss. Come on, Gene Simmons horror. invented horror everything. punk, not not <laughs> not kabuki Gwar. rock. Gwar. Would have been Gwar? No, the Misfits. Or oh, Misfits yeah, with Glenn yeah. Danzig. Yeah. Evidently, Glenn, Glenn Danzig tried to be Rob Zombie, and he, he produced some movies, maybe even directed. And uh, I, I, like I said last week, I think I belong to this uh, Facebook group called uh, Grindhouse Sleaze and Video Exploitation, mm-hmm. and they just put out some of the worst movies. Like they post, like, yeah. uh, and they these people love it. They they love the worst. The worse the movie, the better. Like the more gore, the better. <laughs> and Glenn Danzig had this uh, one movie. Uh, called like death riders or something it's not even on streaming uh but they were like it was horrible but he did a movie before that they said is unwatchable 
<laughs> it's like everything he wanted is in there, but it's just unwatchable. Yeah. Yeah. He's really tall out here. Muscular. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I hear he's really tall. Yeah. Is he like five foot six? Not even that. I think he's less. I'm only that. five foot one. <laughs> he makes me look tall. He's and I'm a, doing the things that a five foot man can do. <laughs> Lodi, New Jersey, I think. Yep. Uh, I'm not surprised at that one. <laughs> that was a very bad joke against Lodi. I'm Danzig sorry. isn't his real last name, though. He's Italian. Yeah. Yeah. And that figures too from Lodi. Well, same as uh, Lodi's as... an, Lodi an acronym for Land of Dumb Italians. Um, <laughs> That's great. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I got to remember that I can one. Say it. I can say that. Because uh, you're from New Jersey and you're Italian. So. <laughs> I can't. Uh, Jerry Only also is has a really Italian name. He's the only original member that still tours with uh, Misfits. <laughs> Jerry Only. I think he's the one with the, the air that goes the flock of seagulls before yeah, it was yeah. flock of seagulls. I don't know how anyone never put that together. Like the guy from the flock of seagulls totally ripped off Jerry only from misfits. <laughs> yeah. They're like the, the thing coming down. Totally ripped them off. Yeah. And the, the 59 Cadillac things on the side. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But Jerry only just had the straight down his face, like black. <laughs> that would have been so freaking annoying. Having that hang in front of you. <laughs> and. Finally, formed in 77, the Plasmatics with the late, great Wendy O. Williams. She was a tortured soul, that poor girl. Yep. She really was. Uh, killed herself in 98, I think. Shot herself in the head mm. out in the woods. Um, she had tried to kill herself a couple times a few years before. and Just a very troubled one, but great, great fucking stage performance. Yeah. Like they put on the most insane shows. They, yeah. the tubes, the tubes evidently used to put on some crazy stage yes. performances. Um, but the, the the plasmatics were just like chainsaws, chainsawing guitars, so, and blowing up cars and smashing windshields. Nineteen seventy nine, I think I was ten years old. I was staying up late downstairs in the the side room to the living room. There was a show called Fridays on ABC. Fridays. Yeah, she yeah. they were on it. Yeah, and I remember that was, uh, what's his name Kramer's first show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. And uh, I just remember being kind of like spooked by they were doing there was a Prince of Darkness I think Beware the Prince of I think that was the song something but it just freaked me out she had the chainsaw and I just got like uh, you know I'm looking around I'm only ten years and old and they blew up the car too they threw the, yeah, there was an explosion yeah. inside the car on the stage it was the whole thing yeah I had a a, a picture up on my wall and it was uh, Wendy O Williams and she wasn't a bad looking woman she had a nice body she was really kind of. And uh, it's it was she would come out on stage with shaving cream over yeah. her breasts, mm -hmm. just shaving cream. And I had that picture. Oh my! I had a picture of her. I had a picture of Blondie. Uh, let me see who else did I have up there? I don't know. Lou, I think Lou, whose it. mouse does he like? Pat Benatar was up there. I bet you. No, I was a Blondie yeah. guy. He was always Pat. Who's better, Pat? Pat Benatar or Blondie? Like if you had a choice, mm -hmm. I was a Blondie guy. She has a great mouth, yeah. great lips. She had great yeah, lips. Yeah. 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 Kate Bush. Kate Bush, yeah. That British, she has that British look, though. Yeah. British women are kind of just plain looking. Shelly has some tea. Very few British women are like outstanding. Elizabeth Hurley. Yes. Well, I mean, I said, you, you, you yeah. could name off a handful, but, yeah. you know. Who's the one that did that film noir? It's, uh, she did War of the Roses with Michael Douglas. She was another one. 
Kathleen oh, Turner. Oh, Kathleen Turner. She's, Kathleen she's, Turner. She's American though. She's English, I thought. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. Oh, all right. Maybe well, not. Well, stand, your ground, stand your ground, Lou. Stand your ground, Lou. I'm. Yeah, because I'm not 100 percent certain. Don't let I, him talk you out of it. No, I, I think she's American. Damn well, it. we do call Lou the professor for a reason. She speaks oh, she's she's an American, American actress. American, she's an American actress. Yeah, she just had that raspy voice, right? Yeah, she did. Uh, all right. Bands that broke up in 1977. <laughs> Cigarette. Yeah. Bands that broke up in 1977. Mm-hmm. I can't believe we haven't had any comments at all tonight. Are you sure the show is going yeah, right? right. Last time this happened, you didn't put it on the right stream. <laughs> oh, it's live. Let me let me double check this because this, this is live. live. I hear crickets. <laughs> no, I'm live. Let's see, uh, fourteen comments. You don't have the comments. What live. the fuck? What's going on tonight? Hmm. You need a producer. Ah, uh, my friend Leanne from from. Uh, boy, oh, crap! Sorry. Yeah, you're live. It's live on my Facebook page too. Yeah, I'm live. Now, now you know what? There are a lot of um, I I I joke because I you know I always like the the Irish girls and the, there's a lot of beautiful British girls. I was I tease. There's the queen. I, I don't see anything on my screen. Yeah, they're all no, in the Facebook media, comments. Messages from audience will display here. Oh uh, well. Oh well. No, um, you know who the I thought was the sexiest British woman for a long time was wow. uh, Diana Rigg. Yes, <laughs> Emma Peel. She was oh hot. my god, she was hot. Total hottie. Mm-hmm. Emma Peel. Oh, that leather outfit. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, she kicked ass too. She did. <laughs> She's a British hottie. Yeah. If you think about it, there's a lot of British hotties, really. Yeah, Spice Girls. Uh, Jay, I was just thinking that. That's why I was keeping quiet. Maybe Spice. No, I don't know. What about Kate Moss? She's British, right? How about all the Monty Python guys in drag? <laughs> yeah. Is Kate Moss? Kate Moss is British, right? I don't know. Lou? Lou would know. I don't know. No. Lou is a professor. Know. He would know. I don't know. Is, yeah. is there one of those? Like, she was a skinny wafy supermodel. Oh, I right? liked, I liked the, I liked the petite girls. Yes, she's British. Yes, she's yes. Pe- there's petite, yeah. and then there's eat the there's this wafer wait What you know? She goes back yeah. to Twiggy. Yeah, Twiggy. You know, Twiggy was British too, I think. Right. Uh. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. You want to see some pretty British and girls? Julia, Julia Child. Julia Childs. <laughs> Ooh. She was a very handsome woman. <laughs> She's a handsome woman. She's a handsome woman. Cut She's on the that website, Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, she, she was, uh. I think she was American, though, wasn't she? Who? Uh, she Julia sounded, she, she sounded English. Ooh. I don't know. <clears throat> well, Winchester I, on MASH had an English accent, but he was just from Boston. <laughs> yes. from Boston. Isn't, yeah, that, the, proper isn't that the Brahmin? What's the Brahmin accent, Scott? I don't know. It's. I think like this is the Kennedys had that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm going to go on record right now and just say I think the Boston accent is the best accent in the whole country. Oh, it sure it. is. Yeah, it's very, very distinguished. distinguished okay, so so let me let me check some of these. Uh, Todd Todd Sockman was on. He said good night. Um, <laughs> Entertain me. So Tom Benderwald said I went to school with Jerry Kiafa from from the Misfits. Yeah, wow. he dated Deborah Harry. Uh, Blondie, right? 
uh, from Hawthorne, New Jersey. Also knew his brother Kevin. Never met Dan, uh, Danzig. Okay. Hmm. Uh, Patty Yossi says 60, 61 degrees. Leanne Brennan. Leanne Brennan, I'm going to tell you right now. She's an attractive British woman. Hmm. She is. She's a friend of mine on Facebook. Oh, cool. And her boy, Shay. It's, it's, yeah, I'm Uncle King. Uncle King of Facebook. <laughs> Shay. I see yeah. her picture. Yes. Yep. She's a, see there. She's an attractive British woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, Patty Yossi again. Uh, come Monday, Joanne Kazaya, Tom Wallen. And this is on one of my pages. I probably have something on my other page too. Cause I have two Facebook pages in case the Facebook Yahtzees put me in jail. So I just jumped to my other account. <laughs> okay. You're a miscreant. Ah, uh, yeah. No, I just speak the truth. My friend, I will not be censored. You can't cancel the King of Facebook. It's another show. <laughs> what do you, <laughs> the, the, the comments are coming I'm up st- on, on YouTube. I'm still thinking of land of dumb Italians. I'm sorry. That's just killing me. And this concerts, <laughs> com- this concerts, I mean, comments coming up on YouTube also. No, it, it's an old episode last week's. <laughs> We caught Lou's watching an old episode. That's how bored he is. He's oh watching last week's Lord. episode. It's the drummer. It's oh, always the drummer. It's on a fucking uh, telephone. Give me a break. Here we are. Here we are. Third He's watching last. Oh, I'm who, coming who, through. Who, who with froze the, up here? Yeah. Nope. I don't know. Do you guys yeah. got anything about music in 77? Did I, what, what do you got for Yeah. You know, all kinds of stuff. Hey, Lou, do you mind if I say an album that came out that I love? But you probably have the same album. Asia came out in '77 from Steely Dan. Oh, Asia, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Not Asia. I had the cassette. Um, yeah, that, yep, big album. Yep. I got, I got something for you. Did you know that in 1977, only five albums were at number one? In 1977, really? only five albums made it to number one in 77. Soundtrack to Saturday Night Fever. Nope. No. Give me an album. 77. I mean, Billy Joel. Uh, rumors. Uh, rumors. Of rumors. Okay. The Stranger, Billy Joel. Nope. Nope. <clears throat> one of them was the soundtrack, but it wasn't Saturday Night Fever. Did Songs in the Key of Life? Oh, the Star one? Wars. Nope. Wasn't Not Star Songs Wars. in the Key of Life? No. Uh, Songs in the Key of Life was on. And I'm going to give you the, the rundown of how many weeks these, these each song was on. Number one. Well, instead of guessing, let me just tell you. So you have Songs in the Key of Life was number one for one week. Barry Manilow Live was number one for one week. Still remember that cover. A Star is Born. The original soundtrack was number one for seven weeks, carried by Chris Christopherson and Barbara Streisand. The only version of A Star is Born that I will ever see. And the one wasn't bad. Nope. Nope. I like the first one, the one that I saw. Oh, that's the best. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Eagles Hotel California was number one for 11 weeks. Forgot about that. And Rumor, Rumors, was number one for 32 weeks. So Rumors reached number one. On the record, on record world, on March 26th, but was bumped from the top spot two weeks later by the Soaring Eagles album. Then on May 28th, Fleetwood Mac returned to number one for five weeks. 
after one week at number two. It reclaimed the number one spot on July 9th, where thanks to four top 10 singles, it remained for the rest of 1977. I'll bet you Irving Azoff had a picture of Fleetwood Mac on the wall and he was throwing darts at it. Yeah. I know that guy. <laughs> Why is that? He was the manager for the Eagles, and he is a very aggressive guy. Ah, yeah. He's also in this book I'm reading, Hitman. He was one of the most uncouth record executives ever, too. But uh, what was he really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to send you that book, Luke. Okay. Yeah. He's a, he was a, he was a president of Ticketmaster. He was in uh, Ticketmaster not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. And Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, right? Probably. Yeah. So How, you know, powerful guy. Yeah, yeah. Don't powerful piss him man. off. You know what else came out in 1977? What's that? On a morning from a Bogart movie. Ah, Al Stewart. <laughs> time passages. That was 79. I would know. That wasn't 79. I know. I know. That's every time I do Al Stewart, I have to do that. Yeah. Time, I call time, time sausages. Time sausages. <laughs> <laughs> Buy me a ticket on the last train home tonight. <laughs> ah. <laughs> On a mo on a morning from a Bogart movie in a country where they turned back time, he was strolling through the crowd like Peter Laurie contemplating a crime. Fucking got to be the greatest, one of the greatest openings. That to was a song. really good that you knew that. Every oh, day. I know that. I love that fucking song. That's I a great absolutely song. <clears throat> love that song. That is in my that is in my some one of my list of all time favorite songs. I fucking love it. Just a it has such a feel to it. Yeah, the, the depth, the memory that comes back with it, the like, lyrics, just it, the lyrics. I mean, the the it, the, the whole uh, composition of yeah. the song. There's the three solos in it. There's a, yeah. acoustic guitar, electric guitar, and a yes, saxophone. and a saxophone. Song. Yeah, and they're all good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But what a great opening line! I mean, it's so such a great. Yeah. It just puts oh, yeah. you right. I love those songs, and you've heard me say this before, mm -hmm. that put you right in the song. Yeah. Yep. Like you're in there and you know fucking who Peter Laurie is. Mm -hmm. You know, he's like, you know, he's always that that kind of quirky little bad guy. Yeah. Always up to something. It's Casablanca. Yeah. Always up to something. Um, It's just the, a great line. There's the great, great lyric. There's the mystery great girl lyric. in it. Yeah. She leads you to the, you know. Yep. And you know, sometimes you're bound to leave her. But you have to stay on. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's it. right. Uh, so give me some more stuff about music in 77. We're uh, only at an hour and 21 minutes. We got so much more time to go. I just got to go to work in three hours. I know. Do you really? <laughs> no, I'm joking. Oh, I was going to say, Jesus, get off. <laughs> Randy Newman did short people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Song he grew to hate. I think. I would think, yeah, right? it's a it's a big hit. Yeah, you know, pardon the pun, big hit. Ah, here <laughs> you go. People. Yes, that's true. But <laughs> <laughs> now, when when he was on SNL performing that, uh, a couple of members of the Eagles were in the back, his backup singers. Oh wow! Yeah, and at one part they all got down on their knees. Like a little short. Ah, okay. Uh, Brick House by the Commodores. Brick House. Boom, boom. Uh, this is my favorite song of 1977. You Light Up My Life by Debbie Boone. Oh, boy. God. Yeah. Oh, my God. I think it's a Poseidon adventure when I hear that's that. That's morning that after. That, that was the morning oh, after. That's okay. the morning after. It, it could have been the same thing. Yeah. That song was frigging everywhere. 
Yeah, if you listen to each, both of them uh, are the same fucking song, really. Yeah, really. It's like two the two Rick, Rick Astley hits. I don't know when I hear. Never going to give you up Nielsen. in the other song. They sound exactly the fucking same. <laughs> when I they see Leslie with. Nielsen going like this, ah, oh, and a yeah. water coming in. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's saying that the Academy Awards. She's saying the Emmys, the Grammys, and every variety show. Was that was Debbie Boone. Year. That was Pat Boone's daughter. Yeah. All right. What else? Uh, I got a. How about this? This here's a sappy song. I like dreaming. I like dreaming. You know, but it was sang by a name a guy named Kenny Nolan, who I worked with. Did you really? Well, not really. At um, the bottom line, when Perry and I used to work, <laughs> no, in, not really. Well, I did. But when Perry and I worked at this graphics place, I still like felt out those corny songs to get a reaction. So I started singing that, and this guy came up to me for about three minutes. He screamed "fuck you" in my face. I thought he was gonna kill me. I said, "What's your problem, man?" He goes. I have the same name as that fucking guy. I hate that fucking song. <laughs> what else you got? Uh, let's see. You and Me by Alice Cooper. He caught flack for that song. That was like... Ah, uh, that was... He got into the yeah. ballad shit. He got into ballad. He After shit. Only Women Bleed, right? Was that... Uh, yes, yes. Uh, he split up the band. He became a solo artist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I... I, I, I after billion dollar babies, I, I didn't have anything much. And then he went on the Muppets, which was really his. Uh, huh. There you go. Um, what's your name by Skinner and a bunch of other hits from that album? Little Girl. What's your name, Little Girl? Um, so Into You. Remember Atlanta Rhythm Section? Oh, good song. And this is a song I thought came out in the 80s, but uh, Salisbury Hill, Peter Gabriel. Yeah, first album. 77. If you listen to that solo album, it's a very weird album. And then the last track is Salisbury Hill, but the rest is that of that with Kate Bush. No, no. Boom, boom. No, she. Boom, what boom. song does she do with Peter Gabriel? Oh, oh don't, don't give up. up. Don't, don't give up. Don't give up. That's don't right. give up. Yeah. Great song. Salisbury Hill. I know which one you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, Black Betty by Ram Jam. Oh, Black Betty, Bam Lam. That's a seriously good jam. Bam, bam. One hit, one hit wonder too. Yep. Yeah. Um, you ever see the video for it? It's hilarious. They're just on yeah. someone's front lawn. That's it. It's so low key. I never saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Very low budget. <laughs> uh, let's see. Heroes, David Bowie. Yeah. Put out Great song. Yep. Remember the babies? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, isn't it time? Yep. With it. John Waite, right? John Waite, yeah. That was and Jonathan Cain on Jonathan keyboards. Kane. Jonathan Cain, yeah. From that. Journey. Flew with Mac. They had a string of hits. Uh, Disco Inferno by the Tramps. Oh, the Big tramps. Song. Yeah. Burn, baby, burn. Disco Inferno. How about some more sappy? Satisfaction. Yeah. <laughs> Came in a chain reaction. I couldn't get enough. <laughs> okay, that's my tramps. Remember, I saw them. I actually saw them. I saw I them. Think that's cool. At a club in in, uh, in Massachusetts. Yeah. Huh. Saw the tramps. Yeah. How about Do You Want to Make Love by Peter McCann? Do you want to make love? Or it's uh, just some crappy hits. I probably heard it. Yeah, yeah it's like it's heard it would be on uh, Yacht it, Rock. It, it brings down everything that was good about that. that year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, television put out uh, Marky Moon. Ah, I had that on my list, yeah. Oh. And Lo- thank you, Lou and Perry, for getting me into it. Um, yeah, man. Uh, Lovely Day by Bill Withers. A lovely day. Right? <laughs> keep going, keep going, keep going. Keep one of those Thanksgiving sandwiches while you're doing that. He's got some breath control there. <laughs> I 
I love me, Dave. That man, that was a long note. I wasn't even trying. (laughs) (laughs) I got. See, I'm the lead singer. Leave me alone. I can do it. I got. I got skills. (laughs) And there was Peg. Still eat that. That was a big hit. But Asia, that album. Yeah, Asia. Yeah, great album. Great album. And that had Michael McDonald on it. He's all. Have you ever heard that song broken down? The chorus broken down. Yes, it's There's amazing. Video. It's all like, the different. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's really weird. It's it's not like it's hard. It's really hard to do. Uh, Michael McDonald saying he goes, you know, he's like trying to sing like a half tone above himself. He goes, yeah. it's, it goes. Yeah. It sound when you hear it, he goes to do it is he goes. He was really nervous about pulling that off, but it's an interesting chord that he's he's singing a chord. So he's yeah. singing these different notes of the chord, but it's like it's weird when in the song it sounds great. When you isolate the chorus, it's like that is really weird. weird but that's yeah. that's yeah. what they did. Um, yeah, that's about lost songs. All right, what do you got, Mark? Okay, I got albums. Albums. Uh, all right, so I got. Let's see. That year, I Robot from Alan Parsons Project came out, hmm. and it was inspired by Star Wars. Yet another, you know, it gave him life because everyone was on the Star Wars kick, and here's an album about a robot. Um. Slow hand from EC. Some love it, some hate it, but it had his big hits, uh, Cocaine and uh, Lay Down Sally and yeah, Wonderful Tonight. Cool. I do like Lay Down Sally. I That's one of those songs. I just love that strumming. He, that was his laid back country period. Very laid back. Yeah, I actually like that. I got sick of cocaine. I've heard it so much. Everybody. Everybody. Yeah. That live version from that album that he did after that. Just one night. Yeah. Just one night. Um, all right, ELO put out a double album called Out of the Blue, which just cements Jeff Lynne as one of the greatest songwriters of all time because after doing two huge albums before that, he puts out a fucking double album. Every song on that album is good. Yeah. Um, another science fiction-themed album because I was a kid and I opened it up. You had the Flying Saucer, and I was loving it. Um, Farewell to Kings from Rush, which had a one of their hits, Closer to the Heart. Yeah, like that song. Yeah. yeah, I do too. And the men who hold it, high places. They always play yeah. that song around Christmas time. I think they thought those bells sounded Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. That had nothing to do with the holidays. No, no. It just sounded no. Christmassy. It's yep. like life in the northern town. Me and Jack had this argument every, you I know. From the, I, I, I consider that like a Christmas song for some reason. Dude, I thought they were from New England, and then Lou tells me they're from England. No, they're from, <laughs> uh, well, actually, yeah, they're from... Uh, up in the, the hills, Wait, I, think, I think Liverpool or Black above yeah. that, the Upper Midlands. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's a great album. Um, that that, first, that album, I think that was the only album they did. They yeah. did a second album. They, they did. Didn't. Okay, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't the first album. Um, in the city from the Jam came out, and that was like another one. You had the punk era, but these were bands were far better than punk. The Jam yeah. Clash, you know, they were yeah. doing really good music. Okay, you guys are gonna hate me for this, but I love this fucking album. Grand Illusion from Sticks came out. That's like Welcome yeah. to the Grand Illusion. <laughs> Come on in and see what's happening. Pay it. your price, get <laughs> your tickets for yeah. the now. How about yeah. I'm sailing yeah. away? Yeah, it was good in '77, but that after that, it's it just like grew James, out of it. James Young's master heavy metal. Aren't you? Miss America. That was a great song. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. I yeah, love James Young. Uh, two prog well, bands. Mark, Mark, wasn't yeah. the Grand Illusion? 
I can't do that. I can't roll my tongue. Then he rolled his R. Randalusia. Oh, Jesus. I was going to say I'm Irish. I can't do it, but obviously Scott can do it. So, again, talking about 77 phasing out dinosaurs. So, ELP put out in that year, they put out one double album and one single album. It didn't work out because they put out the works, which was each man member had a side and then they got together for the for the uh, fourth side and they did their version of fanfare for the common man which is you know at wabc used it for world wide world of sports mm. um but you don't open an album with a three-part piano concerto and that's what doomed that album <laughs> when you say they each got a side what, what was that? keith emerson had side one he had his piano concerto greg lake had a whole side it was just greg lake ballads some of them they're good Carl Palmer's side was when everything from classical percussion to severe jazz, like Buddy Rich style jazz. Really? Carl Palmer's side was really good. He had Joe Walsh playing on a couple songs. Yeah, um, just... I love it. I'm an ELP fan, but it was bound to not be big. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but uh, uh, the idea was he they needed a break. And the record company saw that they were doing solo projects. So the record company said, no, no, guys, get together. You could just put your solo stuff in. That's a recipe for disaster i mean kiss um, each one of them did their own album yeah yeah, yeah. all marketing though yeah right. oh yeah the solo stuff yeah ace, yeah. ace it's had sold. the hit ace yeah. had the hit yeah he had a good album actually that's, that's what i heard uh who was it um one of the guys in rush said he was the most talented member of kiss well rush toured with kiss a lot yeah. in the early years and kiss yeah, he's a good guitarist yeah yeah gene simmons used to make fun of rush they said we're out getting girls and they're in their room like they're not even drinking they're reading books i'm like yeah, well, that for, rush, say, yeah. from a guy who doesn't even drink yeah, yeah. gene simmons <laughs> well he did say he goes if an ugly son of a bitch like me can get laid why can't they get laid yeah <laughs> mark, mark you do a good gene simmons impersonation I I got to be in the mood for you gotta, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, performing flea. Like, I yeah, am. you have to get in the. You got to get in this <laughs> yeah, mindset that anything flea. that I do, you will pay me for. So it's like, mm. well, if you want me to do it, you have to send me six ninety nine. You know, <laughs> for, for, you know, it's everything with him. Ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, there was a skit I heard once. Some guy did a great Gene Simmons. He used to do call into Howard Stern. He did the uh, the kiss toilet. It's like for ten thousand dollars, he can get a kiss toilet. <laughs> and we're doing we're really blowing it out because for the privilege of using the kiss toilet, you only have to pay a quarter every time you use it. <laughs> like, what about these fucking people that get the kiss caskets? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? It's it's out of control. That's yeah. Oh, it's that's creepy. A, it's it's yeah. That's a waste of money. I couldn't. Could I mean, you as like if you were playing in that thing? Could you sell coffins with your band's likeness on it? I could. It's fucked, it's, up. It's fucked up. In the afterlife, they're gonna have a lot of pissed off people. It's probably well, really my bio, ashes are going inside. My ashes are going inside a Batman statue. So cool. there you go. Cool. And my wife wants. We got it all set up. She's gonna go into a Wonder Woman statue. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay, cool. yeah. DC Universe. Yeah, like, you know, about this big, nothing, you know, nothing like life size like I have coming, but yeah, nice. You know, earn, like kind of that's our earn. I'm gonna be stuffed like a taxidermy animal. Uh, anyways, moving on. <laughs> You'll be anyway. in Lodi. Um <laughs> <laughs> No, your ashes will be inside saying stuck in Lodi. Right. Uh, uh. <laughs> so the the final one I have, and then we're talking about how bands were going through changes was Genesis, who were classic prog but in 77 they had this edition of the band my favorite era peter gabriel had left they still had um steve uh, hackett on guitar 
So it was Phil Collins just took over uh, all the vocals. Mm -hmm. And that was my favorite era of the band because Peter Gabriel was, was kind of a, a, his stuff, some of it was more operatic, whereas the stuff where Peter with, with Phil Collins was just good prog. But they're starting to get into pop. So Seconds Out came out on that. That's a live album. And Bill Bruford from Yes played drums on some of the songs because he was with them for one tour. Yeah. That's a, is that Seconds Out you said? Yeah. yeah. And that's the last album that Steve Hackett appeared on. Right. The drumming's great on that record. Oh, it's awesome. Uh, it's yeah. really, really yeah. great. It was great. Yep. That's all I got for that year. Everything else right. we talked about. Can I throw yeah. a jazz one in there? Huh? Can I throw a jazz album? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Weather Report did their seminal work. Weather Report, weather. Yeah. yeah. It had Birdland on it. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's got Jaco Pastorius on bass. Um, just a great, a great record. It's, you know, it's modern jazz, electric jazz, but it's... it's At you know, the beginning of jazz fusion. Like, yeah. yeah, pretty much, man. Yeah. yeah. And that was a golden age for fusion because Weather Report and what was the return of forever were both headlining Madison Ooh. square garden. They were filling arenas for yeah. this music, yeah, just yeah. like Prague ELP was filling arenas and that all went away kind of quick. You, know? you want to yeah. hear a pretty song with some beautiful bass playing a remark you made off the heavy weather album. It's a beautiful song. Oh yeah. It's it's a really bass. It's just, his, it's incredible. Yeah. And I'm not super jazz fan, but that's something where I, I am. I know. I, I forgot about that. I'm sure. I'm sure Jack's got that record. I'm sure he does. I would, yep. it would be definitely. Yep. Uh, where's, where's Jack? I don't know. I I I, I haven't talked to him in a. About 10 he pulled days. a Michael Shanker. He just abandoned the tour. <laughs> he knows where I am. He knows how to get in touch. Oh, by the way, I noticed, uh, 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 Lou, you got some uh, you got some Studio Fifty Four lighting going on in the background. Yeah, you, you got my disco ball tonight. <laughs> I, I usually was that's you know, Perry wants me to only use that on on music relish. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> uh, no, no, it's yeah. <laughs> that's my okay. disco ball. I'll do whatever I want with my disco. It's your balls. You the, can do what you want with your balls. Have you had any a, any AI visitations tonight? No, yeah, we don't know. No, nothing. I haven't seen. Uh, okay, so instead of the top ten singles, I'm going to do the top fifteen because it's just. Oh Jesus! Well, I can't let Lou get all the attention, you know. Knox floating a flash, his flashlight, his phone light, like he's at a Billy Joel concert under his face. Show us the song. You're the piano man. Show us the song. I don't know. In the year 2000. All right, you guys done? Yeah, we're never done. We're just fleas in your circus. Just yes, Scott, we're done performing flea in your traveling flea circus. Uh, number 15 this week in 1977. Keep it coming, love. Keep it coming, love. Don't I stop it song. now. Don't stop it. No, don't stop it now. Don't stop it. Uh, number 14 still, this week. Still good music. It is. Yeah, I'll still listen to that. Yeah, have fun. Although I've, I've posted a video recently of KC, and he is just like, he's like a bloated tick on the back of a fucking <laughs> Alabama hound dog. Is he really? Just a yeah. bloated he's tick. He's yeah. holding water. Definitely holding water. Is he really? <laughs> yeah. I got to stop to take a look. And, you know, there's the people I posted. I'm like, oh, come on. And they're like, well, at least he's still out there performing. Is, <laughs> is that what that is? Is, is, this, is, is this performing or is this just showing up? <laughs> like come on Getting come paid. on yeah. i saw him last year on something and it's like it's painful to watch yeah and, and it seems like his voice is straining you know yeah it's, like it's gotta be like 75 like, now or something, right? dance, make a little love. 
Uh, number 14 this week in 1977, Cold as Ice by Foreigner. Forgot that album came out that year. Yeah. yeah. Double Vision. Was that Double Vision? No, no uh, first the, album. The debut, yeah. That was 77? Yep. I like Head Knocker off that record. I liked... Uh, I'm uh, sure you do. <laughs> Head Knocker. It was a lonely day, just like any other day. Yeah, it was yeah. a small town, like an apple in decay. Uh, that was my favorite song. Sad, 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 sad Monday? Bad, is bad that Monday? what that is? Sad, Sad Monday? I think so. I don't think that's... Is that the name of it? Something like that. I think so. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, 13 this week in uh, 1977, Barracuda by Hot. Oh, great song. Yeah. yeah. Great yeah. guitar. Great chords on that song. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, number 12 this week in 1977, just a song before I go. Crosby, Still, and Nash. Mm. Yeah, good song. Yeah. Yeah. Number 11 this week in 1977 by the London Symphony Orchestra with John Williams. Star Wars. The main title. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest Just, classical pieces ever written. Yeah. Well, I, I'd have to still say uh, Enrico Morricone. With oh, yeah. The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly is the greatest musical soundtrack ever because of you i bought the 4k blu-ray i've been watching the shit out of it (laughs) that's such a great epic yeah epic do we know do we know the guitar players and all that no no but i saw recently i posted it um and you can find it on youtube it's uh it's an orchestra i forget which one it is that does that uh the that opening song from the oh, good, wow. the bad, and the ugly, and it's a lady. The ladies sing. She's like, oh, wow, wow. oh wow! And they got the chorus of the kids, and they got the men's chorus over here. And it's a, it's all you know. It's being conducted by I think it's like an Asian woman, and they got a guy playing down, 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 and the men's chorus going, oh, hey, oh, hey, <laughs> down, wow. down, 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 down. They and oh. they in the background, they have like a fucking guy hanging. Like a silhouette oh, of a guy hanging, right? And they got the the silhouette of uh, uh, up on the back of Clint Eastwood, but it's just like black, and he's got the poncho thrown over his shoulder. Yeah. So you see a silhouette just looking. The Dude, it's fucking name. great, man. Very cool. And they do it to a fucking T. Wow. Yeah. And so you look at that, and you're like, so Maury Cohn did this in 68, Yeah, I think it was. And like... He didn't have an elect like that. He had it, but you know it wasn't done like this. This was done yeah. in a studio. Like he had to really write this and pull it together. When this was, uh, orchestra does it, it's already put together for them. Like you know, they're just yeah. doing a version of it. But he wrote this fucking shit. Like it's just amazing. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Number ten hitting the top ten this week in nineteen seventy seven. Smoke from a Distant Fire, the Sanford Townsend Band. Yep. One hit wonder. They were. Uh, okay, number nine this week. Uh, my top ten favorite ELO songs, Telephone Line. Yes. Great song. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, this is, this is, this is an all-time classic. It, talk about a great intro. Uh, it goes up and then it fades out and then it picks up again. Uh, number number eight this week in 1977, Strawberry Letter 23 by the Brothers Johnson. Yep. 
But the opening is it starts with that the piano and then it kind of goes and it fades out. Then all of a sudden, like it's two seconds later, it starts up again. Yeah. They're kind of an obscure duo of sorts, but a lot of people know that song. But um Louis they did Johnson, Stomp. They did Stomp uh, in like 1979, 80. Yep. The Brothers Johnson were around. They, Louis they, John, he's the bass player on Billy Jean. Oh, really? And a lot of thriller, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So he's one of the originators. They said he gives them credit to start one of the first guys to do the slapping slap technique. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yep. Because yep. that has some serious bass in that song. Don't 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 don't. Uh, let me great see number. Great player. Yep, number seven this week in 1977. Easy by the Commodores. Another one of those songs I don't really get sick of. Me neither. Me neither. Me neither. Yeah. That's a great. Faith no more did a horrible version of it. They, 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 they uh, why it. wouldn't after uh, 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 that one song that they did with the fucking fish at the end of the video? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was Where? it. From them, I was like, yeah. Was it epic was that their big song yeah yeah, epic, yeah 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 uh so i liked them for a minute then i was like they're just like fucking red hot chili peppers yeah yeah except this dude was walking around the guitar player them. annoyed me with those red rim glasses yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> the early 90s trash um number six this week in 1977 my i hate this song like if i say <laughs> Hey Google, play seventies music, or Hey Alexa, play seventies music. Because I have both Google and Alexa going in my house because my wife likes all the techie stuff. Yeah. So depending what room I'm in, I have to either say Hey Google or Hey Alexa. But when this song comes on, I just say Next song, don't stop. I hate that song. Yeah, it got over. Yeah, it got I hate that song. I really with like I just hate that song. Ugh. I have to I have to play that every once in a while at the spiritual center on Sunday morning. Uh, <laughs> don't <laughs> stop thinking about them. It's not a no. fun. It's not a fun song to play in the drums. Yeah. No, you know, it's, it's, drum it's, it's yeah. really it's weird. It's not fun. It's just not. Yeah. yeah. Number five this week Is in 1977. Wasn't that the Clinton campaign theme? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A number five this week in 1977. Don't start Scott. Don't start Scott. I was just laying a fact down there. Yeah, I was a Democrat back then. Oh. I was. I was a, I was a liberal Democrat back then. I was. Yeah. Like, you're like Ronald Reagan. He started as a... Yeah. I bled for liberal causes. Yeah. And then I just, like, I don't know, eight years ago, I just said, ah, it's changing. This isn't for me. So, uh, number five this week in 1977. Uh <laughs> what? Ah, I just keep talking, Scott. Well, I'm listening to He's you. He's laughing. Well, we're getting, getting to know Scott. Uh, the floaters float on. I got floaters in my Hi, my name is Daryl, and I like floaters. a woman who loves everybody. That's right. <laughs> I don't know that song. You, you, that, that's Ooh, a, that's a take yeah. my hand. <laughs> Come with me, baby, to love land. Let me show you how sweet it can be. Making love to me. I want you to float, float on. And they do that. Float on, float on. 
If you uh, had some chamomile and honey, you could go even higher. I'm sure. <laughs> I probably could. I might have some hidden talent coming out at yeah, 59. Not a falsetto. <laughs> Are you a Castrano? I can go low, too. <laughs> Didn't they have the song, too, where they were, like, giving their zodiac signs? Was that them? Yeah, that's the same. That's, that's, uh, that's uh, the same song? Yeah. Okay. Hi, my name is Daryl. I'm Libra. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I'm Gemini. <laughs> my wife, my wife heard that song for the first time recently. I was playing it, and I have this like you know this whole summer soul playlist that I put together. And when he says, "I love a woman who loves everybody," my wife was like, "Oh, oh, oh, oh that's, who loves everybody." That's not good. <laughs> she's like, you catch diseases. That's exactly as a nurse. That's what she's thinking. She goes, "Isn't that that? That's not good." <laughs> uh, number four this week in 1977, "Handyman" by James Taylor. Ah. Number three this week in 1977, "I Just Want to Be Your Everything," Andy Gibb. Huh. Uh, yep, yep. Number two this week in 1977. Your love has lifted me higher and higher by Rita Coolidge. Yeah. It had, had a disco feel. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Who had the original? And speaking of a disco feel, number one this week in 1977, The Emotions. You got the best of my love. Oh, oh. See, you that get, to me is like the Margaritaville of R&B. It's just, it was overplayed. Best of my love? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. I, yeah I, again, I, yeah. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of it, but mm-hmm. for back, the time, it was good. Back up. Lou said who originally did the Rita Coolidge song. Uh, your love has lifted me higher and higher. Who did her first? Oh, your love has, it was a band. It was a group. Uh, no, it was uh, an individual. It was an individual. Higher and higher. Tragic story. Uh, who was it? Who was it? Jackie Wilson. Jackie Wilson, that's right. Yeah. Has lifted me higher. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I had a stroke on stage in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Never never came out of that coma. Wow. You know know how they say he got it, maybe? He's known for his stage shows. He used to take these massive amounts of salt pills. Oof. On stage. So like, yeah. So Jeez, how's your sodium level? Jesus Christ, no, really. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that was like when in, in the summer, like we do uh uh, uh yes. we'd have like preseason high school like football camp and they'd do two a days and my brother was always like, You gotta drink pickle juice. You gotta drink, drink pickle juice because you gotta get the salt back and you just sweat everything out. So you'd have to we'd always have a jar of pickles in my house. Yeah. Pickle you juice. Is the good. Pickle juice. Did you stick your fingers in and suck on them? Oh. <laughs> what with that dude? He, he was a one-hit wonder on this hey, show. Yeah, can, we, can we keep it that way? Because we did yeah. it on a Thursday. I think that's why. <laughs> I don't know why we can't get the fucking... I'm, I'm, that irritates me. We got no chest. Yeah. Patty says, Patty Yossi says she loves disco. Yeah, yeah. yeah I do too. Yeah. Still do. Um, the closet disco fan. Me too. A lot, yo, dude. There's a lot of closet oh, yeah, disco yeah. fans. You weren't, if you like rock, you weren't supposed to like disco. Yes, I always was justified when Alice Cooper said when Saturday Night Fever came out. He said, "I'm out there going, disco sucks." Yeah, yeah. And then he'd go in his room, he'd be listening to it, he'd be like, "Yeah, this is really good." Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a great album. Like, those songs were great. I'm gonna try something. Hold on. If I can't have you, so look at your phone, Mark. Yeah, I'm looking at. It. How does this work? 
I'm seeing a lot of laughing emojis coming up. I said, uh, bring them on. It says, Mark Smith is watching, right? So I'm watching, I'm checking the live stream on Facebook on my phone. It says, Mark Smith is watching, then bring them on video. So it says, send request. Your audience is set for friends. So only, yeah. So I sent the request. Did you get anything on your phone? Uh, you mean to stream the live stream of the show? No, like just now it says, bring them on. Like you're watching and in the comment section yeah. of the of the live stream. It says, bring them on video, and then it sends you a request. Did you get anything? Uh, no. Because it's supposed to bring you on. I don't know how that what that means. Yeah, no. No, uh, on YouTube, it's not even showing. What? Uh-oh. It, what it does, it says, um, waiting. Waiting for, waiting for milk crates and turntables. Uh, yeah. Maybe I put it on the wrong channel again. You That's did why it Kevin again? Didn't get we're, it. we're in Winthrop. You know what? It's because you put that wrestling mask on again. God damn it. Did he? I got to do this again. Uh, did, I miss, did I miss the mask? No, I'm joking. Probably oh. why my brother wasn't watching. <laughs> Either way. All right. Oh, he this... should be watching because I'm not getting drunker and drunker, and he would appreciate it this time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, let's go to this day in music. Yeah. All right. Let's see. On this day in 2020, we'll start from the fresh and move backwards. American R&B and soul singer and one-time lead singer for The Temptations, Bruce Williamson Jr., died at the age 49. Yeah. But he was 2020. So he came, he was like the second, had to be the second or third yeah. uh, edition of The Temptations. Hmm. Uh, he appeared on the group's recent albums. Yeah, so he's, I don't count that. On this day in 26, huh? The albums they only sold at their concerts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> out of the back of a trunk. Yeah. Uh, on this day in 2016, Barbara Streisand extended her U.S. chart record after she scored her 11th U.S. number one album with Encore. Uh, I'm not going to go into that. Uh, 2011, Madonna, a California judge, ruled that Madonna did not hold a trademark over the phrase material girl for her line of clothing just because she wrote a song by the name, by that name in 85. Uh, an LA retailer called LA Triumph has been using the name Material Girl Clothing and has registered it as a trademark. Uh, on this day in 2010, I love this. My man Morrissey <laughs> caused controversy after he, after he claimed that the Chinese were a subspecies because of the way they treat animals. In an interview with the UK paper, the Guardian, the former Smith's frontman said, quote, did you see the thing on the news about their treatment of animals and animal welfare? Absolutely horrific. You can't help but feel that the Chinese are a subspecies. Because I can hear he is him saying true, that with his English accent, too. He is a true uh, uh, Manchester accent, right? He yeah. is a true uh, animal, uh, pro-animal advocate. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's, he's vegan and the whole thing. Um, if you... <laughs> ever see if you ever get a chance or if you're ever interested and you, and you do get it happen to ticket uh whenever he does meet his murder like you can't watch the screen you can't watch yeah. the, he always has video in the background slaughterhouses. and it's slaughterhouses uh. and i'm like it really but it's it really does like hit you like you're like it is kind of fucked up that i killed that fucking steak the other night and i really enjoyed it yeah. A little guilt gives me a little guilt, but it stinks too. Still tastes good. <laughs> I love Marcy, but I guess I love a nice ribeye just a little bit more. What if it's done humanely? 
<laughs> well, isn't that uh, halal? Uh, uh, when yeah. I get a, I, I got a turkey last year for Thanksgiving. Got a couple, uh, and they were halal turkeys, and they're very respectful mm-hmm. to the animal, and they do it very. Everything is. It's almost well, like uh, kosher. Yeah, acceptance. they're not factory farmed, and they're not. No, not, they, know, they kill them respectfully. The knife is is uh, has to be pure. It has to be mm. you know uh, clean, and everything is done right. Yeah. It's not like it's thrown into a factory, and yeah, you know, and then they pray whole thing so mm. it was a really good turkey i got mm. it at restaurant depot nice hope they get them again this year good deal too on this day in 2008 <laughs> u.s rock band great white whose pyrotechnic sparked the fire that killed 100 people oh that was horrifying. that is a horrifying video oh yeah yeah that is a horrifying video i watched I think- that it was so hard to watch the guy with the camera outside yeah. the building yeah. Trying to get in, you hear people banging on the walls. And you and, see the doorway, people just piled up in the doorway. Oh, it's horrifying. They lost their guitar player, I think, too. He died. Oh, um, man. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Uh, agreed to pay $1 million to survivors and victims' relatives. Blaze began the station nightclub in the U.S. state of Rhode Island in 2003 when the band's tour manager shot off pyrotechnics at the start of the concert. More than 200 people were also injured in the blaze. One band member, yep, guitarist Ty Longley, was killed in the fire. Tour manager Daniel Bill pleaded guilty in 2006 to 100 counts of involuntary manslaughter and was given parole March after serving less than half of his four-year prison sentence. I'm sure the guy didn't mean to do that. No. Yeah. But you, you saw you know that what, what your punishment is? That you are the responsible for killing 100 yeah. people. Yeah. That's... Yeah. I mean, uh, look, you see the, the pyrotechnics when you see the video. Like, what the hell were they thinking? I don't know. Well, that, that's the point, too. Like, I mean, come on. I mean, Nobody hey, did hey, that. Like, hey, Scott, do you know a Scott Detheridge? Yeah. He says, imagine that, Scott having technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah, Scott Detheridge. <laughs> yeah. Imagine him, asshole, running his mouth. Yeah. No, I love worried. reading the comments. Oh, I, can I have that for my job? I mean. <laughs> yeah, just comment reader? Yeah. yeah there you I'll go. be that's... the news reader. Yeah. I'll be like Chuck on Don's show. <laughs> where, where are you getting the comments, Mark? Uh, uh, well, we put it, Scott. Sent it's it to on, our it's Facebook on Facebook, page. so I just went to my Facebook page on my phone. And you click on the show, but have your volume down because the volume will come, It'll come up. I yeah. did, but yeah. I'm, I'm not getting the comments on my end. Don't do anything. You'll freeze up again. Don't. <laughs> We're almost done here. Uh, in 2000, on this day in 2006, Victor Willis, who performed as the policeman in The Village People, was given three years probation for drugs offenses for drug offenses after pleading no contest to the charges dating back to March 2006. Willis co-wrote some of the biggest, the group's biggest hits, including YMCA and In the Navy, and that guy's still making money off those songs. Yep. Let's see. You can't hide drugs when you got assless chaps on. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. All chaps are assless. All right, let's see what this is. <laughs> <sighs> well, he's right. There's no such thing as assed chaps. Also I, I, on this day in 2006. <laughs> imagine that. We're getting too rough for Scott. A man named Paul Van Valkenberg from Florida died of lung cancer. An obituary published in a local paper was picked up by Associated Press, which ran a short obituary of the dead man, but giving him the wrong name. The real Paul Vance, who was alive and well and living in Coral Springs, Florida, right next door to me, contacted local media after viewing a report of his death on a, t- on a local TV. He announced that he was still alive and was able to brew- prove 
with a stack of royalty checks from the ASCAP from his biggest ASCAP. hit. Yep, ASCAP. Uh, for his biggest hit, Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny Yellow Polka Dot Bikini. <laughs> he told a reporter from the New York Times that his relatives and friends, shocked by the AP report, had to call the check on him after the media reports. Ah. That's funny. On this day in 2005, Sir Bob Geldof was awarded the freedom. I don't care. Uh, on this day in 2004, <laughs> J.K., Jamiroquai singer J.K., was banned for six months and fined 750 pounds after being clocked, driving at more than 100 miles per hour. Uh, his lawyers had argued at Perth Sheriff Court that he needed his license so he could have respite from his busy professional life. But Sheriff Robert McCready said his, contact, his conduct was entirely unacceptable. J.K. admitted driving a four-wheel drive vehicle at 105 miles per hour on the A9 and blah, blah. I saw something on this guy. I saw an interview with him. He's a pretty interesting dude, uh, but he loves his cars, man. Mm. He had some rare like Lamborghini that he fucking crashed up. <laughs> yeah, but he loves his cars. Uh, dude makes a lot of money still. Mm. Just makes a lot of money. I think he still performs too. They were, they were mid nineties. Jamiroquai. Yeah. Jam band. One of yeah. the best. Oh, and that's my video of the week. Their video. Remember that one with the turning? Yeah, it's. Uh, I love that video. Something instant something. And yeah. it's a great song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on this day in 2001, American band Earth, Wind, and Fire announced that Viagra would sponsor their forthcoming 30th anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> Always up because they're all in their 70s now. <laughs> they need it for the for the, for those old groupies. Oh, so when they have the horns, are they doing this through the whole show? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. On this day in 1997, Elton John recorded a new version of Candle in the Wind after performing it live at Diana, Prince of Wales' funeral. Uh, on this day in 1994, Nicky Hopkins, English keyboard player Nicky Hopkins, died yeah. at age 50 in Nashville, Tennessee, of complications from intestinal surgery. He, he was a highly a respected, huh? Raging alcoholic, but he did some great stuff with Jerry Garcia Band. Yeah. Rolling Stones. Yeah. He was a highly respected session musician, worked with the Rolling Stones, Jeff Beck, the Beatles, the Who, the Kinks, Small Faces, Led Zeppelin, John Lennon, George Harrison, and the Jerry Garcia Band. Uh, the Kinks song Session Man from Face to Face is dedicated to and features Hopkins. Hmm. On this day in 1990, Tom Fogarty, rhythm guitarist for CCR, died at age 49 due to complication from AIDS. Required. I thought it was throat cancer. Uh, complications from AIDS acquired during a blood transfusion. Oh, uh, in sucks. 1969, CCR scored a friend. That's how my friend got uh, hepatitis from huh. blood transfusions. Yeah. Wow. Hep C. Yeah, uh, scored three U.S. top tens. Uh, CCR did four top five singles. On this day in 1988, 2,000 items of Elton John's personal memorabilia, including his boa feathers, pinball wizard boots and hundreds of pairs of spectacles were auctioned at Sotheby's in London. I wonder when you get to the point, you're like, I don't need this shit anymore. And then someday you look back, you're like, I wish I kept that shit. Yeah, I wish I, I wish my Captain Fantastic glasses. So that was in 88. So probably in like 2008, he might have been like, I fucking wish I had that shit back. You know? Do you, do you think you sold the duck suit? <laughs> it might have been part of the 2,000 items. <laughs> Take my glasses, please. <laughs> Uh, on this day in 1986, my personal favorite all-girl group, you know who it is. Runaways? No. Go-Go's. No. Yeah, Go-Go's. No. Go-Go's rock. No. 
fucking banana rama. <laughs> I have the greatest hits. I love them. I do. I love. I really like their drummer. Their drummer was great because almost I, as good as the Go Go's. I love banana. Don't don't. I go. Oh, they were good. They were I good. Love I love banana rama. Easy to look at. Their their version of Venus is fucking great. Oh sure. yeah, yeah. That's right. great. Cruel yeah. Summer is a great song. Yep. Oh, cool yeah. Summer. Sultry. Sultry. I love yeah. banana rama. Yeah. I do. They, you know what they? They all have great mouths. They do. Now, do three of their mouths equal one Carly Simon? Yeah. Okay. I'm not putting them in Carly Simon territory. Easy now. Easy. Well, yeah, I mean, but they have great mouths. They do. Okay. They I do. need to go take a shower after this. <laughs> the anorama. We're the, we're the worst mouth in rock and roll. <laughs> uh, it's got to be. I don't know. I. I think Scott's going to nominate Patty women. Smith. Women. I don't know. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I have to think about that one. All group, all girl group, Banana Rama went to number one in the U.S. singles charts with Venus. Yes. Ah, uh, the song had also been a number one hit for the Dutch group Shocking Blue, and she was a hottie. She was a seventies hottie, sixties, seventies hottie. The girl that sang like. that. Okay. She had this long black hair. She had hmm. great. I mean, her voice is fantastic. Oh yeah. Voice. Yep. Strong, strong, strong yeah. voice. Uh, yeah, check it out. There's a video uh, of that of them mm-hmm. shocking blue Venus. Uh, good looking, good looking girl, but no banana rama. Okay, on this day in 1985, Desperately Seeking Susan went on a general release in the UK. The movie featured Madonna and Rosanna Arquette. The filmmakers had initially wanted Diane Keaton and Goldie Hawn to play the roles of Roberta and Susan, but the director decided to cast newcomers Rosanna Arquette and Madonna because, well, Madonna was the hottest ticket in town. Uh, On this day in 1980, the jam were at number one in the UK single shot with Start, the group's second UK number one. Yep, taken from the band's fifth album, Sound Effects. Total ripoff of tax, man. On this day in 1978, record producer Tom Wilson died. He worked with various U.S. hacks, including Bob Dylan, uh, The Times They Are Changing, Another Side of Bob Dylan, and Bringing It All Back Home, Frank Zappa, Freak Out, Simon and Garfunkel, Wednesday Morning, 3 a.m., and The Velvet Underground, White Light, White Heat. That's an eclectic group of... uh, That's definitely (laughs) all over the place. Yeah, Yeah. You have one of the early African-American rock producers, too. Hmm. I think. I think. All right. Uh, on this day in 1975, Glenn Campbell started the two-week run at number one in the U.S. singles shots with Rhinestone Cowboy. Like a run. His first number one after 13 top 40 hits. Mm. Record gained three Grammy nominations and was the Country Music Association's Song of the Year for 76. And he's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. He definitely should be. He should be. <clears throat> I, there's they not put Dolly Glenn Parton Cam- in there. See, I wonder why. There's yeah. not a Glenn Campbell song I don't like. Even his worst no. songs are still good. Southern Nights is a great song. Do you oh, yeah. remember Johnny Carson coming out on the Tonight Show on a horse with the yes. feet of lights? Yes. Being Rhinestone Cowboy. Yes. <laughs> I, I do remember that. Yes. I love that show, too. On this, day in, 1970, on this day in 1975, Rod Stewart was at number one in the UK single chart with his version of Sutherland Brothers Sailing. Mm, uh, the song, song had been featured on the BBC TV series about HMS Ark Royal. Uh, on this day in 1974, the 101 All-Stars featuring the one, the only, the late, the great 
the iconic Joe Strummer, made their debut at the Telegraph in Brixton Hill, London. Hmm. On this day in 1970, Jimi Hendrix made his final live appearance when he appeared at the... So Jimi Hendrix and Elvis both had their final live appearances in 77. No, Jimi Hendrix died in 70. 70, I mean. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was stuck in 77. And I just said in 1970. Okay, good. I was going to say. Hey, you're committing rock. Oh, my uh, God. I know. It's, it's, you probably believe the Queen movie when uh, I never. I won't watch left. it. I won't watch any don't, of that garbage. Don't watch it because their last concert ever was at Live Aid. Uh, Jimi right. Hendrix made his final live appearance when he appeared at the Isle of Furman uh, Isle in of Germany. White. Isle of White. Isle of Theremon in Germany. Really? Yep. I thought it, I, oh, wow. Okay. Final live appearance. The guitarist died 12 days later on 18 September 1970 after choking on his own vomit. On the day in 1968, working at Abbey Road Studio. Gee, I wonder what this one is about uh, in London. <laughs> George Harrison sang, While My Guitar Gently Weeps. Eric Clapton added the guitar solo. Really weird relationship with those two, isn't it? The yeah. wife thing and the whole, yeah. like, I that, think that's, they wanted, that's true friendship. I mean, I think though, they wanted a threesome. The they wanted a threesome. They just could never do it. I don't know. I, I that's just true friendship. True, nothing's going to get in the way of those, that. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. like you know, soul brothers. Yeah. Eric Clapton added the, the the guitar solo and became the first famous outside musician to play on a Beatles recording. Yeah. And George recorded his lead vocal. On this day in 1967, Inklebird Humperdinck was at number one in the UK charts with the Last Waltz. Singer's second UK number one. On this day in 1963, Celia Black signed a management contract with Beatles manager Brian Epstein. Celia changed her name to Black. It was white after a misprint in the music paper Mercy Beat. On this day in 1953, Guy Mitchell was at number one in the UK single charts. Look at that girl. Uh, And that's that for this day. Born on this day in 1974, Nina Person. Singer with Swedish rock band and very, very cute girl, uh, 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 the Cardigans. Yeah. Had, uh, love Fool. Love me, love, love me. me. Say that you love <laughs> yes. me. They were supposed to be the next ABBA. Remember that? Everyone's like, they're going to be the next ABBA. No, they weren't. So I cried and I cried and I cried. Yeah, and I cried and I cried and I cried. Yeah. Cute, cute, cute. All right, listen, uh, Perry just texted me. Are you on milk crates? Because I don't see it. So my <sighs> reply to him was, Scott fucked up. It's on my Facebook page. He didn't put it on YouTube. Uh, I fucking looked right at it, too. Your loyal listeners I just know. want you. Every you once know? in a while this happens. I should have double-checked it, but I, I did When the invite was weird, I said, something's up tonight. Yeah. 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 Oh, well. Uh, on this day and night, born on this day in 1971, the late, great, and again, adorable and talented an amazing voice, Dolores O'Riordan, a uh, singer-songwriter oh, yeah. with the Cranberry, Cranberries, who had the 1994 hit single Linger, Dreams, and Zombie. Uh, in the 1993, their big album, Everybody Else Is Doing It, So Why Can't We? Mm-hmm. Uh, she died unexpectedly on January 15th, 2018, while she was in London for a recording session. That that one's still, I, and I always say this, that one still bothers me. Like, me there's too. no reason for her to die. What was the cause? Of they, I, I never they, heard. They never really yeah. said. Because everyone loves to put forth a, an opinion. Yeah. Oh, she overdosed. No, it doesn't have to be that. It could be a yeah. health problem. It could be anything. We're all fragile. You know? Yeah. 
Yeah, but that one still, I mean, I, I loved her. She was just like such a, uh, you know, her and Bjork, yeah. like these little pixies that are just like and they stay big fresh. voices. Yeah. And they stay fresh. Yeah. And she should be alive because she would still be putting out Yeah, they'd still be putting out music, yeah. Uh, born in this day in 1969, the one-hit wonder, Macy Gray. I tried from 1999. Mm-hmm. Um she had that voice, that scratchy voice. You know, she opened for Page, the Page Plant tour that they did, that big arena tour. She was oh, the opening act. Really? And I heard she got a great reception, too. Oh, she's a great voice, very yeah. talented, just yeah. never really uh, hit it again. How about anyone here? Born on this day in 1969, one of the big uh, uh, contributors to the big Latin movement in the mid-90s, mid to late 90s, uh, Ricky Martin and uh, 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 what's his name? Iglesias. Uh, I actually liked him. Uh, Mark uh, Anthony. Oh, I love Mark Anthony. Yeah, Mark he's, Anthony. He's great. He's well, great. Or he was known as Mister Mister Jennifer. Uh, uh, Before Benefer. Yeah. Before Benefer. Really? <laughs> yeah. But <clears throat> yeah. uh, he has a he has a voice. I always liken his voice to Freddie Mercury. They had that same quality, which is a very powerful voice. I liked him, Enrique Iglesias. Let the rhythm take me over. Oh, yeah. Oh, my wife's got every CD he's ever made. Yeah. She will continue to buy I liked him. He my wife also to... has most of the Julio Iglesias. He's got like 200 freaking albums out. And she's got most of them. <laughs> you, know, you know who Enrique Iglesias is married to, right? No. Anna Kornikova. Really? The tennis player, yeah. Wow. Now, does she love him or the pimple on his face? I don't know. Because who talks to her at night? The pimple or... I think he got rid of that. I think he got oh, rid he of did? that. Beard. I think so. Yeah, that's it's cancerous. Like that's like it's like you got to get rid of that. Drew Brees, like the quarterback, the, the former quarterback of the New Orleans Saints, he had one on his face. He had to have that removed. It's like oh. after a while, it's like that's not good. No, <laughs> as you get older, it's not good. Yeah, but uh, Enrique Iglesias, good-looking dude too. I, yeah. That's a good-looking dude right there. And yeah. he uh, he was in uh, one. Julio Iglesias' son. What do you expect? Oh, yeah. Right. He was in Once Upon a Time in Mexico with Antonio Banderas, and he did a great job as one of the hitmen. Oh, did he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I, got to see that. I think I saw that a lot when it first came out. That was the final one, the final movie. What was uh, the first one? uh, He was the guitar guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the the final one, I think it was the third one, or it could be second, but that's like, yeah, that was like the big budget one. They gave Robert Rodriguez all the money. Yeah. And uh, yeah, uh, that that one's just good because Johnny Depp's in that too. And that's the one where he eats eats, uh, some kind of pork thing in the restaurant, Johnny Depp. And he goes, this was so fucking good. I have to kill the chef. And he stands up, he walks in the kitchen, he shoots the chef in the head. (laughs) See that movie. Uh, born in this day in 1969, C.C. Peniston, one hit wonder in 1992. Finally, it's happened to me right in front of my face, and I just can't hide it. Yeah. Suddenly? Suddenly. Yeah. Yeah. Finally. 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 No, didn't she? And then she had a verse. Suddenly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Uh, born in this day. Yeah, you go. Stuff, huh? Born on this day in 1967, American musician William Duval, best known for being the current co-vocalist and rhythm guitarist for the grunge band Alice in Chains. Born in the state in 1961, Pal Wakatar, guitarist for AHA, Take On Me fame. Born in the state in 1958, I love this name, 
I love this name. English singer Buster Blood Vessel. I I read this just because of the name. Is just that because Wilson's of the fucking nickname? name? I have no idea. These I kind of go through and I kind of weed out the you know the. And I saw this. I was like English singer Buster Blood Vessel. Jesus, <laughs> Doug Trendle, uh, who with bad manners at the 1981 UK number three single Can Can. Uh, he took his stage name from the bus conductor played by Ivory Cutler in the Beatles' 1967 film, Magical Mystery Tour. Look at that. <laughs> what a connection. Look at that. Wow. That might be one of the better birthdays that I've read in a long time. Buster Blood Vessel. That, that movie spawned two names, uh, <clears throat> Death Cab for Cutie. Ah, oh, good one, yeah, Lou. Yeah. He waits to the end of the show to pull that one out, but he never fails. Just waiting. Yeah. Weeds picks his moment. Uh, born in the state in 1948, Clyde Smith. Clade, Cladus, Cladus Smith. You know who Cladus Smith is? Mm-mm. Co-founder and lead guitarist for Cool in the Gang. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he died in 2006 at the age of 57. Ah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, born in the state in 1947, I was a fan. I was a fan when it wasn't like he was kind of weird. But uh, Born in Stay in 1957, one of the greatest disco singers ever, Sylvester. Sylvester James. Sylvester, uh, um, you make me feel mighty real. Yep. You make yeah. me feel, makes me feel mighty real. <laughs> makes me feel mighty real. <laughs> yeah. He was a, uh, a cross dresser. Mm-hmm. You always had the makeup on, dressed in the long silver robes. Really, and really? Yeah, I, I, I had his, uh, I had his album. I, I liked him. I said, this guy's. I just, he had a good producer. I don't know who it was, but all his songs were produced really well because disco had to be produced like perfectly sure. for it to be a hit. That could not have been easy music to produce. No, uh, there was a lot more in disco than people. Yeah. People that hated disco did not appreciate what went into what it. What went into well, it. You know? Did you know on um, You Should Be Dancing? That's Steve Stills playing percussion. Steven Stills? <clears throat> yeah. Ba-dop. Yeah. Ba-dop. Oh. The, the percussion Ba-dop. break? He's one of, yeah. Yeah, he died uh, December 16th, 1988 uh, from AIDS. I got What's a Sylvester name? story. Hey. Lou, when I worked at CPI in Hillsdale. We used to get, remember I told you, uh, Sylvia and Joe Robinson would come in with their Sugar Hill recordings. They were right. restarting it, and I they would give it to me, and I would make it sound modern. So I just had highs. Yeah, I remember some guy came in once with a bunch of big quarter-inch reels, the biggest reels. He had gold teeth. And he walks in my studio with Shelby, the owner, the manager of the place. And he's like, Mark, I got, uh, I think his name was Ralph or something. He's got some masters. You ever hear a guy named Sylvester? I go, yeah. He's like, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're going to do the cassettes. And then he turns to the guy and he goes, you do have the rights to this, right? And the guy just smiles <laughs> with his gold teeth like Jaws. He goes, oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, he didn't have the rights to it. Was, that, was it Sylvester? No, oh, no, no. It was, no. It was some we other were, guy, yeah. You know. Oh, the, he got he got the whole hold of the music. He probably yeah, did yeah. bootlegs. But you know what? It could have been legitimate. <clears throat> like, it wasn't totally owned. Like, people could get hold of Masters and you know, yeah. there was a period of time in, I think, in the early 90s when Queen did not have any rights to their music in the U.S. You could have put out a cassette or an LP of the best of Queen and made 100% royalties. There's like a two-year window. Wow. So people used to come into us and say, we're going to do a best of Queen. And we'd be like, we can't do it. And <laughs> we found out, oh, they can do it. You yeah. know, 
until uh, whoever got the the CD rights and the you know Hollywood records. But yeah, music is a funny thing. It's like George Romero's Night of the Living Dead. Anybody can play it anytime, anywhere. It's all you over play YouTube. Play it on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because at the end, they forgot to put that one little thing, that one little, <laughs> little kind of copyright. Copyright C they forgot with a circle to put, around it? They, they didn't put it there. Wow. And so it became, and anybody can play it anywhere for free. Shouldn't have been getting stoned while you were doing the final credits. No. <laughs> he made up for it, though, with all those oh, other yeah. zombie movies, yeah. that's for yeah. sure. <clears throat> uh, on this day and night, born on this day in 1943, Roger Waters. Yeah, my boy. Yeah. Born on this day in 1942, Dave Bager, uh, Bajer, Bajerden, Bagerden. I know that name. B-A-R-G-E-R-D-O-N, Bagerden, uh, from jazz rock American music group Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Very underrated as far as music goes. If you hear their greatest hits, it's like, wow, they, they were actually pretty fucking good. They were, they were yeah. Nowadays, they don't have longevity, though. They didn't now, like the nowadays, music. Nowadays, a lot of people say they sounded like Chicago. They did not. They had a horn section. It doesn't mean they sounded like Chicago. Right. It was that, it was that era of, of the horn bands, though. Yeah. Really. Even late 60s, like the grassroots, and you know, they all had um, horn players. Uh, Jim Fielder, the bass player from Blood, Sweat, and Tears, lives in Nashville. Oh, yeah. I've jammed him a few times. Ah, there you go. A little yeah. brush with fame. Yeah, de- definitely. Definitely. Ah, uh, that lead nice singer. Uh, what's his name? Uh, David Clayton Thomas. What a great voice he had. Yeah. Strong. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. I heard, um, oh, what's the song? When I Die? And when I die, yeah. and when, when I'm gone. Yeah. I heard that. Be, actually, I heard the other day. Under, that, that's going to be a great arrangement. You know, it stops. Was he silent? Yeah, listen to that greatest hits. There's yeah, like yeah, six good songs that you get out of that. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, it and they're all good. Song, you make me yeah. so, yeah, so, that's so very happy. Spinning I'm so glad you yep. came into my life. That's a good song right there. Oh, it is. It's a great yeah. arrangement. The, um, I, I think Buddy Rich, because he didn't like rock and roll, they were rock and roll. He, he praised that drummer, uh, Bobby Columbia, because he was a pretty jazzy. They were a pretty jazzy band, actually. Yeah, well, that's what they call yeah. them, a jazz rock <laughs> band. Yeah. yeah. But they didn't write those songs. Um, actually, one of my favorite female songwriters, Laura Nero, wrote When I Die and When I Die. Ah. But yeah, okay. that's some great material. Uh, born on the day in 1940, Jackie Trent, singer, uh, 1965 UK number one single, Where Are You Now, My Love, with her husband, Tony Hatch. Uh, speaking of female writers, she wrote songs for Frank Sinatra, Petula Clark, Des O'Connor, Val Dushan, Shirley Bassey, Vicky Carr, and Dean Martin. Hmm. Uh, Trent died in hospital in March 21st, 2015 at age 74 after a long illness. And finally, born in the state in 1925, Jimmy Reed, blues singer, guitarist, uh, with the 1964 UK number 45 single, Shame, Shame, Shame. One of the most uh, unique blues players. Yeah, wrote Big Boss Man, Bright Lights, Big City. It was a major influence on the Rolling Stones, Elvis Presley. Uh, covered Baby What You Want Me To Do. What you want me to do? Yeah, Reed died on August 1976. Our friend Perry is a good, is a big Jimmy Reed fan. Ah, okay, okay. Well, that's it, gentlemen. Technical difficulties and all. I hope somebody sees the show. But it is all about the podcast, really. So yeah, Yeah. this is just a means to an end. Unfortunately, (laughs) this week we couldn't see any. There was a lot of comments too. A lot of comments. Uh, My friend from uh, over there in England watching. So, wow. Yeah. You're international. 
Yeah, well, I got another friend in Australia that pops in every once in a while. Okay. Andy Murrah. Yeah, he pops in every once in a while. So, so you know those floating emojis? We're getting like a million of the laughing emojis floating. That's cool. Because we're funny. We're funny like that. <laughs> or, we're fucking funny. Ha ha. Yeah. Funny like we amuse you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we do. That's what this we, show is about. Fucking we, funny. So you laugh. <laughs> you laugh. I'll fucking I'll carve a smile in your face. Yeah, yeah, go, go fuck yourself. What'd you say, Spider? That's what I'm saying, right? Oh, you know, I'm not fucking funny to you. All right, all right. I always feel like Spider. I'm always a gay man. Oh. <laughs> Everybody loves a clown. How come I don't? Yeah, yeah. Oh well, as my father always says, laugh and the world laughs with you. Cry and you cry alone. Although he didn't say that, but he says it to me like like he made it up. He had you thinking he made it up. I did that with my son. Yeah, he's throwing it at me like he made it up. I'm like, Dad, I'm fucking 59. You don't think I know these things by now? Uh, well, gentlemen, once again, as I always say, thank you very, very much for your time. Thank you very, very much for your knowledge. And thank you very, very much for your friendship. I appreciate every second we do this show. It's always fun. It gets better every week. We're honored. Even though we get to know you more and more every week, we're still honored. <laughs> still honored to be on the show. There's a, there's a, you know, there's a lot to this. A lot of layers here. A lot of layers. <clears throat> you can still put them in the penalty box. You know. Bye, bye. <laughs> do it, Luke. Give me the thumb, Luke. Give it to me. Yay! Gone in the penalty box. <laughs> he made it right at the very end of the show. He almost went boxless. He almost went boxless. He loose yeah, screwed you, you, buddy. That's Lou, me, I think. Lou got you, buddy. Uh, it's gotta have Lou makes the call. Lou makes the call. Yeah. What's this, Lou? Oh, it's uh, four of these. Uh, uh, Those are pickle juice fingers. <laughs> but again gentlemen thank you as always and to you people listening uh and you people watching if you liked it share it if you don't thanks for watching for the last two hours and 24 minutes and if you have friends that couldn't find it well we know who's full yeah friend. now i gotta go upload this to youtube tomorrow just to keep it consistent <laughs> um i said to my wife before I, before i came in here i was like yeah getting ready for my two and a half hour marathon and i you know i was looking at the clock i'm like Oh shit, we might be done by two hours. No. 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 <laughs> Your wife is cool. Say hi to her from us. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and as I always say, uh, to people listening, you people watching, you are the engine that runs this machine. Without you, it would be me talking to these two guys, and that's always fun. Uh, although we never really talk, we text. <laughs> it's never really a phone unless something's up like yeah. if the phone rings it's like uh-oh <laughs> why why is lou calling me uh-oh oh boy Lou's oh, in jail. Mark's in jail. yeah yeah what's going on here? Lou's in lodi <laughs> and as i always say uh doing this show for you guys to quote my favorite artist marcy the pleasure the privilege is mine and we will be back next wednesday uh, technical difficulty free. I'm a positive thinker at the end of the show. It will be. It will be. I mean, we lost Lou at the beginning. Yeah. We had a little trouble getting on. Mm. We can't. Yeah, I, I have the wrong YouTube channel again, and no comments. Just fucking like what? But we battled through it, and we still put out a two and a half hour show. Yeah, we live. Did. <laughs> live, exactly live. 
So we're gonna uh, take a break, and we're gonna be back for the second set, where we're gonna do drums <laughs> yeah. and space yeah. and some toasty biscuits. You know? Should we take like? A, should we start at like the one hour mark? Just take like a five minute break and play some like some campy music. Yeah, and, yeah. we should you know, do that. You know, you get like coming attractions. I could put a coming attractions rail up like there. Wow. You know, dun, 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 you know, Let's like an old that. grind house, old grind house, like <laughs> inter, intermission, you know, in between Let's the, go to the lobby. And yeah, 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 yeah. I can do Let's that. It was just like everybody takes a bathroom break, goes refills, whatever we got to do. Because I'm pissing into my kidneys right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We will right. see you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye.